Now, what is this that the villagers of Glonsreich have given me to read? Ah, yes, here it is. Warning! The Dub Talk podcast may contain language and content that may not be suitable for younger audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Listener discretion is advised? This sounds neither cultured nor chivalrous, but I suppose I'll continue. Please be advised that spoilers for any anime series may occur, so if you are not caught up with any anime we may discuss, please be prepared for spoilers. I didn't know this was about anime. Oh, I do so love an intelligent anime series like... Oh, like my favorite legend of the galactic heroes. I could watch it over and over and over again, but Master Heine wouldn't approve. Back to the reading. The opinions expressed are of the individual participants in tonight's episode and do not reflect the views of Dub Talk Podcast as a whole. This last sentence makes it sound like I am lending the good name of the Glansreich throne to something controversial. Wait one moment. Is this all written in crayon? Lee-hee! Oh, this bears all the marks of one of his infantile pranks. I've got to find that bubble-headed idiot now and sort out all this poppycock. Ah, and there he is, lazing under the rose arbor again with Leonhard. Leehee! Leehee! What is the meaning of this ridiculous document? It's all written in crayon! I know that you wrote this! Don't you understand? This will be smirched the name of the... <laughs> Hello, one and all, and welcome to Dub Talk, the show where a group of royals get together to try to learn about the world of English dubs or some shit. I am Megan, the princess of cats and naps, and tonight with me I have three other princesses because it, of course, it's ladies night! Ladies night, get your box wine out. And tonight, we have first the princess of patience and flowers, Lilac. Hello, everyone. Do my princess. We have. (laughs) (laughs) You're not seeing this, but I'm doing it actually. (laughs) Are you fucking doing a princess wave in your damn apartment? Yes, I am. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. As long as you don't. Okay, no, I'm not even gonna go there. Okay. Second, we have. The princess of the reverse harem cage kingdom, Gigi. Hello, one and all. Tomorrow is my birthday, so which boy wants to jump out of a cake? Anyone? Anyone? No. No? Okay, bye. And then tonight, initiating her into the royalty that is ladies' nights, we have the pirate princess of hope and desire. Despair, not desire. (laughs) <laughs> or this derriere, Zenith! Hello, everybody. You might know me as Best Girl, but uh, lately I have been known as the Princess of Hope and Despair because goddamn Dongan Rapa is hard to voice. I, I now feel for you voice actors because some sometimes it can be do- it can be tough. It can be tough. But you could also be a magical voice acting wizard named Damon Mills who could do any fucking thing he wants. That wizard, though. That (laughs) wizard, though. (laughs) Watch, uh, if you want another creepy, crazy Damon Mills thing, Mm -hmm. watch, uh, World End, where he plays a bunch of little golems. Are you serious? Not like, not like, my precious, but like the actual stone things, 
And that was the worst fucking Gollum impression I've ever done in my life. Oh, no. I sounded like a LOL. fucking chain smoker. Oh, my God. Have some shots, Megan. Have a glass of wine. Jesus Christ. I've been up since five. Um, <laughs> anyways, tonight we are talking about the Royal Tudor because nothing else fit for ladies' night this season besides Girl Beats Boy, and those episodes are only eight minutes long. So, to go over the premise really quickly, the four princes of the kingdom of Gauss. Gal. Fuck, I should have rehearsed that. <laughs> <laughs> the four, the four princes of not German. I, the four princesses of the four fucking God Christ, Megan. The four princes of not Germany. Germany. The four <laughs> princes of the kingdom of Galsenreich, aka Germany, I guess, have a lot to learn because before becoming proper rulers, and it's up to Heine. I knew that was happening. It, it, it's all about that booty. It's all about Heine. That butt of it's hope. It's all about that Heine. It is the butt of hope. The educational butt of hope. <laughs> he, he is the chibi butt of hope. Oh my god. Now I just imagine Komida turning around Dr. Evil style with the mini me Komida. Oh I shall call him. Mini me, and I shall teach him everything I knows. That is now my canon explanation for why he's so smart. Anyway, the, uh, and it's up to he. I can't. Heine. Heine. Heine waits Gaiden to lay down some serious learning, which Megan should do because she doesn't know how to fucking read. <laughs> what he lacks in height, he makes up for in knowledge. But does he have what it takes to handle the distinctive personalities of these handsome? Yet tricky royal heirs, the royal tutor is about to school this troublesome bunch. So essentially, this is the story all about how this tiny little tutor guy ends up basically becoming Harhi to a bunch of really pretty rich princes. I thought, you and were one gonna... of them is like, sorry, go ahead. What? No, go ahead. No, Finish. go ahead. I thought you were gonna start like making up a really cool Fresh Prince song parody, and then you I'm didn't. I'm way too white for that. And now I'm real upset. <laughs> This is the story all about how his life got flipped, turned upside down. I'd like to take a minute to sit right there, and I'll tell you how the story of Hine became the royal tutor to some heirs. Dun, 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 I mean, I mean, they are princes. Now I can only imagine Hine of Hine just doing the Carlton like in completely deadpan. Um, well, I we mean, do have the image of him t- turning like back and forth on his bed. I'm sure we can do something like that. I mean, he played we a also, bunch of instruments too. I was gonna say, yeah, he went full music man. So I just imagine him like, just man. going through the town like. And now every time somebody says music man, I can just think back to Yomacon when Steph was there. Uh, no, you everybody was there for this. I think mm-hmm. that Friday morning when we were getting tickets in the line, we were going through the line. And we were talking about the people mover and just the entirety of Team Bad Decisions is going, monorail, 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 monorail. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, bless you, Prop Sherry I, Bobbins. I'm pretty sure, sure Prof wanted to murder us. <laughs> anyway, enough about Prof's attempted murder of us. Let's talk about the director and script writer of The Royal Tutor because somebody's got to do this shit. Um, oh, fuck. Fuck me, I didn't actually do a writer and director prediction for once. Uh, anyway, does anybody have predictions for this? I do. I did. Um. Hmm. 
Yeah, no. <laughs> Sorry, it's just you and you. me. I know, right? Our, yeah. our lives got flipped, turned upside down. <laughs> all right, Gigi, your first birthday girl. Um, all right. Well, before I get into my predictions, I want to talk about Megan mispronouncing things really quickly because I just went on a huge Twitter rant about how what country is this supposed to take place in? And I realized after episode four, it's supposed to be a made up country. But like, oh, my God, I don't understand like stuff that's going to go into like the directing and the writing but i don't I just want to know about countries at this point what country it takes place in so i know how to pronounce words correctly and where the accent should go anyway so my uh my whole of my predictions were based around that this is another kiss him not me slash non-baka so in uh in keeping with those predictions my prediction for both director and writer was Tia Ballard because she did such a great job on Kiss Him Not Me I was like go ahead let's give her another reverse harem bone because what do we know kids Gigi loves typecasting did you have anything for writer either she said both oh okay sorry um so I didn't put a person as double duty what I did writer wise I had to rock my brain a little bit because um here's the thing with me so I was very late to the party and seeing these announcements because I'm like, shit, I have to do Royal Tutor and Sakura Quest. I haven't seen either of these shows. I'm going to stay away from these announcements like the plague. <laughs> um, yeah, like she she basically went in group chat and said, if you spoil this, I, I will come and kill yes. you. So, I did that too. Essentially, what I ended up doing um, with my writer and particularly my director predictions for both Royal Tutor and Sakura Quest um, I looked at who, who who the other directors and writers were on other shows first, so I cheated, and then I was like, okay, who's left and who could fit in these two shows? In the case of Royal Tudor, um, I think she's already writing something this season, however, I do also know Bonnie Clunking Bear is also on like two different shows, um, so my prediction for writer was actually Monica Rial. I figured this would be a fun choice for her. Um, my two directors... Uh, I also went with typecasting like Gigi, and one of my, my one of my picks um, was actually Tia Ballard. Uh, after I went through and figured out which directors were where, I managed to narrow down my list of who would be left, and I was like, okay, who would go here? So Tia Ballard was the first one, and then we haven't really seen much of him lately, and I figured, why the hell not? My other director pick was Joel McDonald, for some strange reason. Um, oh. But if I had to pick really between the two, in terms of the show, I would definitely say this is Tia's name all over it. Like, it, well, it's kind of, it is kind of similar to Kiss Him, Not Me to that extent, and she is, this is a, sa- this is a similar brand of comedy as Kiss Him, Not Me, so I'm like, okay. I think Tia would have a ball directing this one, so she is more of my primary director pick. Ah, sorry, cat was in my arm. Um, <laughs> if anyone hears a bell noise in the background or meowing, Shinya's in here because what she'll do is she'll she'll want to come out and then she'll want to come back in for free. and then she'll want to go back out again. And I can't keep the door open while I record, lest the mother comes. Um, so anyway, so, soft, so here's so the. Soft. So soft. Rub rub, um, rub, 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 
roll, roll, roll. Step, 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 step. Roll. Roll? Anyway, uh, rolling right along here. Here's the funny thing. Uh, both of them are right. Ding, and the director ding. of this show is Tia Ballard. Woo-hoo. The writer, though, is Samuel Woolley. To go over Tia Ballard's directing credit, she only actually has three big main series being obviously Kiss Him, Not Me, which we covered back in the winter fall. of 2016. Fall. Fall. Fuck. Fall, winter, fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other one being the winter 2017 chain chronicle, The Light of Hacketius? I don't know. I Whatever. Watch Chain Chronicle. And then she was also the assistant on Garo the Animation. For Samuel Woolley, he was a writer on many things, but three of them happened to be gonna be the Twin Tales, Show Me and Sample, and Gigi's favorite thing on Earth! What? Brothers Conflict. Yes! <laughs> My man, Sam Woolley. Pulled I, I it for, out. I forgot that he was the writer for <laughs> for broke up, too, for do you want to fuck your sister? Zenith, here's the one ladies night you dodge that we kind of drag no into torturing him. Don't watch Brothers Conflict. <laughs> Just don't watch do it. Brothers Conflict. I, don't watch do it. Brothers don't listen to I Gigi. don't intend to. Uh, I mean, Gigi. don't do it. <laughs> I, I'm currently watching Hitalia right now. I'm going to stick with Hitalia. I'll start off. I actually really like the writing in this show. It's hysterical. <laughs> Yeah, I, I found the writing very entertaining. I mean, it can be a little bit janky at times to me, because it's, it's like I'm not sure if they're going for a modern take on the writing or more classical old school kind of thing. It's hard to tell. Um, so there are some bits of dialogue that seem a little bit more modernized and odd to me. Um, but... <laughs> I will say, on the directing front, Tia's got another fun show on her hands, and it shows so much. I, I think the thing that works about this this writing in general is that it it takes liberties. It's not super strict with what it has, but it does it in such a way that even when there's a couple sentences that are wonky, it feels natural. Um... I, I think it, it does a better job than some shows that simply uh, take directly from the source material, and it's much better than a lot of recent shows I've found that really inject modernized words and stuff to make it hip and end up sounding very um, very wonky as a result. Um, there's only two, two real things I had a problem with, and they were... Uh, very very minor characters in the first episode but overall I think this is um, a very good sounding script and I think it works for these characters in this time period I, I think the writing like I don't really have a huge problem I don't have any problems with it it's very um, it's very true to what the Japanese translation of the subtitled episodes was like which I mean is fine you know that's whatever I like the ones with jokes like the English jokes um, so I mean, but Kiss Him Not Me was exactly the same way. So I mean, that's fine. Um, and the directing, I don't, I don't have like real qualms with it. It's just I can't, like I just I want to know what country they're in. How the hell do you pronounce Zakir Torta? How do you pronounce uh, that? Can somebody it, please tell me? 
it, it's it's a it's supposed to be a torch like zakar torta like a, a it's it's an a tort is an Italian pastry if I recall correctly. I mean I know what it is because I've eaten it in Vienna, where it comes from. But at the same time, I'm just like, I went on like six different websites how to pronounce this word so I could say it in this podcast. And there were six different pronunciations for it. So I guess my only thing here is like, I just I wish I knew what country they were supposed to be in, because every country has a different way of like talking. And the German or the fake German or whatever fake European language they're supposed to be like getting into because the names in this are very German. I just wish that everybody had the same accent. That's all. That's my only qualms with it. I just, I want everybody to have, either have the German accent full out or like don't have the German accent full out. Because I noticed the same thing in Kiss Him Not Me because I recently, like I finished it today and some of them roll the R's on Serinuma and some of them don't. So I just, I, I like everything to be uniform. And that's the only thing that bothers me. So other than that, I think T is doing a great job again. This is right in her wheelhouse, her reverse harem wheelhouse. She's like my senpai, so good on you, girl. I'm jealous of your life. Which boys do you get to put in the booth today? Do you whip and chain them? I don't know. Whoa. Oh, my God. I don't whoa, know wait, whoa, whoa. That was whoa. a dream I had the other night. Anyway. Wait, what? Whoa. What? Listen, it's my birthday. I can do what I want. I am queen of the cage. Wow. Oh. Okay, because I haven't gotten to talk because I have a cat up my ass. Um, <laughs> that sounds like Not a personal actually. problem. <laughs> Got a pussy up my ass. Anyway. Is, is that the cat uh, of hope? It's the cat of hope. <laughs> Shinya is now the cat of hope. She's black and white, like Monokuma kind of. She screams a lot, like Monami. Anyway, um, I really, I like the direction, but I can see where Gigi's coming from, especially with the German thing. Because again, I had a really hard time pronouncing things. And I do agree with it as a consistency thing. It's, if you're going to go full German accent, have all of the characters do the accent. If you're not going to do it, have them all pronounce the words the same way and try to have people not roll their R's and stuff. I can see how that's going to pull somebody out of this. But the show itself is, I think, another a thing that Japan does. Because I did another show um, with the boys, some of the other boys. Uh, Team Grim Live, The Last Witch, Can You Save Us? Um, that, that sounds like a porn title. The, no, it really that's does. a light novel. That's, that's a, a Japanese novel light novel title, title okay? and it might as well oh. be porn. Which might as well make it porn. Um... <laughs> Anyway, but they we did a show called Azetta of the Last Witch, which took place in vaguely Germany, not vague, vaguely not Switzerland, with like vaguely um, Britain and vaguely German. And it is something that's really weird because you 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 kind of go into these shows and you don't know how you're supposed to pronounce things, because obviously when a Japanese person is going to say something in English or German because they don't have certain letters in their alphabet and they don't pronounce things a certain way. How look at Americans, there's different accents for different regions. Even if uh, for Steph and Zenith who live in the Northeast, there's a totally different accent between somebody from Boston and somebody from New York. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can understand where somebody like Gigi's coming from where it's like, okay, I want to like this more, but holy shit, keep some consistency. 
But besides that, I also agree that this is right up Tia's alley. I haven't watched Chain Chronicle, but I have watched a decent amount of Kids Him, Not Me. I believe she screen wrote on the second half of Nanbaka. Yes, she did. Um, and she adores that series. So she likes doing these comedy stuff. Also, by the way, Tia, if you're listening to this, you're an honorary member of Team Girls Night. Yes. Yeah. Um, So you can come whenever the fuck you want. This is like the the second show that she's directed that we have covered on Ladies Night now that you say that. And thankfully, she's she's also directed the... Thankfully, she's also directed the two least trashy Girls Night shows we've done. Oh, my God. Um... Yet. To be fair. <laughs> to be fair, yes. Um, so, Tia, you are allowed on whenever the fuck you want. If you want, like, if we can make, like, honorary girls' night t-shirt, you can be the queen. Um, I mean, you might have to fight Gigi for it, or Zenith. Zenith is always best girl. Gigi's the princess if Tia's her senpai, and Lilac and I are, I guess, booze, team booze crews. Um, <laughs> yes. Are, like, the, the guards. Anyway, but I also really appreciate, um, Sam's writing on this too because there are points that are absolutely outright fucking hysterical like the step 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 roll thing the so soft but there are also really poignant parts um, like the end of episode 3 with Leonhard's uh, backstory about why he doesn't like teachers I cried I I just saw it recently and I cried a lot of these things um, taking both comedy and um, some real big emotions, when handled incorrectly, they can be taken the wrong way. But the fact yeah. that they're able to balance this, um, it, they do such a good job with it. And I think they also do really good. I know Zenith didn't get to see episode four. Um, there's a part in episode four where they, uh, I don't want to call him Heine by accident again. Heine. Where they surprised him, and I thought it was really well directed yeah. and really well written. Yeah, that was um, really cute. So overall, um, I, I'll say I'm genuinely impressed by Tia, who, again, I unfortunately haven't seen Chain Chronicle, um, so I can't speak to the directing on that. But the directing on Kiss Him was awesome, and the directing on this is awesome. So she's on a pretty good role. Uh, I'd say so too, um, and I haven't seen Chain 10 Chronicle Ten out of ten. Would reverse harem again. <laughs> again, again. <laughs> again, 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 again. <laughs> so, uh, ladies, are we all good with the director and writer? Yes. I give it two thumbs way, way up. Speaking of which, get me back. It's so soft. <laughs> so soft. It's so soft. Girl. It's rub, that girl. Rub, rub, rub. Can you tell this is going to get real bad is. real quick. Who, can you tell, listeners, who our best oh, boy is? My headphones fell Three off. out of four, anyway. Ugh. Hold still. <laughs> Anyway, so while I'm holding a very, very soft cat, um, oh, wow, I'm actually dumb. Um, what? <laughs> I actually, I didn't, I read my paper wrong, because my, che- my uh, predictions aren't on a computer doc. It's on, like, a little, like, it says, powerful bones, power for girls. I literally wrote at the bottom, and under the main four boys, five boys, ah, Shinya, bye, uh, Cliff or Jad to direct, but of oh. course I'm wrong at this point. Um... <laughs> Again, this was before, uh, I believe this came out before Alice and Zoroku, so... Yeah, I think so. uh, The cast for that. So, moving on, we have our next set of characters, and this is going to be the royal family. Um, We have two groups, and then we're going to do all the princes and the tutor by themselves. So, first up, we have the royal family. We have 
Adele, who is the little sister to the princess and the only princess. The family's dog, the so soft, so fluffy shadow. <laughs> there is a who, voice of course, for this guy. There is a voice for this thing, I and swear to God. And it's in the press release, too, which is And the it's in the fucking part. press release. Are you kidding me? Uh, if we're not No, joking. I'm not. I'm dead serious. Go to the Funimation blog and you will find it. It's great. No. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, we'll screenshot it just to prove it for the people watching the yeah. episode. Um, and of course, because it's a white dog, they obviously named it Shadow, just like everybody. It's like mm. naming a black cat Snowball, because you can. Um, <laughs> we have the king, I Victor. Is, oh, fuck me. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, it's... it's uh... See, they have it as Queen Gal Galsenreich on the blog. Okay, it's Victor Von Gals... Victor Von Galsenreich. Victor Von Doom over here. Um, Doom demands his morning coffee. Oh, God. <laughs> Doom demands you teach his son. Um, and then Queen Mother... Uh, so I I have predictions for the dad and the mom, not the little sister or the dog, because who the fuck thought they were gonna give the dog a voice? I, other than I have generic the, barking noises. I did predictions for the sister and queen mother, the grandma. I did the little princess sister. That was all. And then Zenith, you do not have predictions, correct? No. All right, so I'll go first because I had the mob. For queen mother, I had Caitlin Glass or Don Bennett, because. Caitlyn plays moms, and the last time Don Bennett played a queen, it didn't work out so well. Queen Esmeralda did nothing wrong! Fuck you! <laughs> fuck you! What's, fuck a, what's you his fucking name again? Fuck you. you! What the fuck was that character saying? Mendoza. Fuck you, Mendoza! Fuck you, Mendoza! Queen, queen Esmeralda did nothing wrong. <sighs> um, And then for the dad... I had Eric Vale because Eric Vale. I, I thought the dad was going to be a douchebag because we haven't seen the dad yet. <laughs> so I, I, I thought he was going to be like the dad from, uh, the dad, like the brother from fucking Snow White with the red hair. <laughs> or, or I thought he was going to be uh, Christopher Sabat because he was Arslan's dick dad. Oh my god. <laughs> P.S. by the way, good, I played this, I did this prediction game like I did Arslan because every time I don't watch the anime first, I get shit right. Oh. <laughs> See, with me, uh, I don't usually have time to do predictions, although I did have a few as I started to watch the episode before I even heard them speak. I paused for a second. I'm like, mm, I'll think of something. Um, <laughs> so you have some ideas, maybe some guesses. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, and then, uh, so, uh, Gigi, because you just had the little sister. Yes. Little sister. Everything who's always cute. And super cute, and even more with the cute who can't do cute wrong. I picked Bryn April. What else is new? At least she doesn't want to fuck a five year old in this show. <laughs> Her character. Look. <laughs> Bryn is a pretty good choice for this, though. Yeah, she is, though, a really good choice for little girls. <laughs> Stop Steph, laughing. Go before I say something stupid. Okay. Yep. Um, so, Queen Mother. Uh, I was thinking, like, a matriarchal older voice and instantly in my head when I was thinking of that I actually had Rachel Robinson uh, mostly because it was a mix of um, Faring Geese from Arslan and then also um, uh, her character in Snow White uh, Garak I think it is it was a mix of those two and I'm like I can see her as the matriarchal kind of queen 
And then, an Adele. I had two, so... Little girls, so my first... My second choice, actually. Um, I picked Laura Woodhall, because she's played little girls before, and I thought it would be a fun choice here. My actual first choice, you're gonna hate me for. So, when I first saw the scene, we were introduced to Adele and Shadow. I had a oh no! Thought. You did not! I had a terrible thought come across my mind, and I put Marina Valencia as Adele. No, no. Go Kai, Kai, fuck yourself! If Kai is Shao Tucker, that, that would make... Go no. fuck yourself, Stephanie! Think about what you did! I don't get it. Go fuck yourself! I will see myself now. I have a good night, everyone. That, that, that would make a strange, cool. strange kind of wait, irony. Wait, wait, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, what? Gigi, you've never seen Full Metal Alchemist? No, I've seen Nina Tucker. Metal Alchemist. Nina Tucker oh, and Dog. That's wrong. <laughs> yeah, and, and we'll have Kai as Shao Tucker. Nina's voiced by Brina Palencia, so that's where the joke comes in. My bad joke, I'll see myself. I hope, oh. I hope. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh my god, Steph. Too that soon. Was bad. That was something I would fucking pull. I have those moments, I'm sorry. My mind goes to dark places sometimes. It's a lonely thing to dark places. It's, it's like... ladies' night, your mind does go to dark places. Oh, That's true. I just thought of something horrible, but I won't say it till the end of the episode. Okay. No, 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 no. Say it now. Say it now. I didn't predict Josh Greeley for anything. Aww. It's okay. I didn't it's okay. Ian Sinclair for anything either. GG. GG. <gasps> oh, I, I got you covered on the Josh Greeley front. It's okay. Okay, good. As long as you got me covered, boo. It's all good. I got you covered on the Josh Greeley front, not on the Ian Sinclair anyway, front. Anyway, <laughs> while, while, while the rest of us angels have fun and Steph thinks about what she fucking did. <laughs> angels <laughs> says the self-proclaimed dumb talk devil. Look here, my halo was held up by my devil horns. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, who voices these characters? Because I didn't have any. Anyway, while well, Steph theory. thinks about what she did. Uh, I'm in timeout. Um, Bye, guys. <laughs> your timeout is that you have to go deal with a certain somebody on the forums. No. Fuck no, I ain't playing that Stop. game. Stop. Zenith has read our I don't even go on the forums and I know what's going on. No, no, yeah, no. Anyway, so that, that's a punishment no man no man or woman should have to face. <laughs> anyway, so voicing Princess Adele is Jade Saxton, who you might know as Kana in Dragon Maid, to which, by the way, everybody flood the Dub Talk Twitter with requests for one of the boys to dress as Kana like our hero, the guy from Anime North. <laughs> Oh, um, I'll, I'll dress as Kana. It has to be a boy. Ah. It has to be like a guy, a, a big burly guy. You're a lady. You're a classy lady. You you're a lady. Well, you could, but it's you could. It's We're not going to stop you because you would well, actually. That, that be is the true. Be, besides, you'd be the most precious Kana anyway. I don't have so. the beard anymore. But you'd still be a precious Kana, and we love you. Um, she's also Metome Mayonaka in Occubus Trip, and she is Young Nico Robin in One Piece. Shadow the dog. You know what? I'm doing shadow last. Please shadow last. <laughs> this is great. Uh, for King Vin... Uh, King... I, I have it written as... Okay, there we go. I have it written as one way on my prediction suite and one way on the other thing. As King Victor, it is Jerry... No, it's not Jerry Jewel. Just fuck uh. with you. Um, <laughs> it is David Wald who plays Asuma and Kiss Him, Not Me. 
wrench. No. He plays best boy in Kiss Him, not me. Um, no. He is Renchiro Sorinozuka in Inuboku X Secret Service, and Polly in One Piece. Wait. Queen Mother is. Wait, 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 wait. What? 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 David Wald. Is that the fun police? That's the fun police. Yes. It's the fun oh, police. Yeah. <laughs> Zenith, well, we have to introduce you to more dial lovers when you're sober. I, I <laughs> have never actually seen. You, ke- you keep telling me every single con. Oh, we, we are going to see diabolic lovers or dra- dramatical okay, murder. I get drunk and we watch there, and something else. We need to we're gonna, I I'm not allowed to get drunk it. and watch Diabolic Lovers anymore. Anyway, no, you're not. Yes. No, you're, you're not. You're only allowed to do it when it's only girls. Only if it's <laughs> anyway. girls. Okay. Okay. So anyway, Queen Mother is played by Linda Leonard, who plays Josu Kasei in Psychopath, Martha in Maria the Virgin Witch, oh, okay. and uh, Kasua Takatoro in Shonen Maid. I didn't look up what else she's done, but okay. You say, and you then, say Martha and then the grandma from Shonen Maid, and I'm like, okay, now this is right. Why would you say that name? Why would I say the grandma from Shonen Maid? No, Martha. You, you said Martha. Martha has, Maria. Uh, has no one seen Batman v Superman? Okay, and then Shadow. <laughs> the best the dog. character. <laughs> so soft. So soft. So soft. Soft, man. It's voiced. By Christopher Carrillo. Are you kidding me? No, we're not. No, I'm not. <laughs> he plays Ainz in Overlord. He plays Ichia and Nyat Nichia in Fairy Tale, and Gecko Moria in One Piece. That's right, Wait, Senate. wait, 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 wait. Gecko Moria is the dog. Gecko Moria, the the shadow the shadow fruit user, is it? He's the one. <laughs> Who, who, who's voicing Shadow the dog? I didn't even know that. <laughs> yes. He wow. steals shadows. So that is literally his power. Oh, <laughs> okay, wow. look. I gotta pause here. That is a strange Ballard, If you fucking did this on purpose, I will give you money. <laughs> God, we. I will buy you alcohol. We are so much. We will buy you an entire <laughs> box of wine. <laughs> Anyway, my mic is on Shadow's performance. Best dog. Best dog. Ten out of ten. Would best dog again? So soft. You are. You are good dog. You are. He is. He is good dog. Good dog. In the words of the rewrite dogs Twitter, they're all good boys, and Chris Guerrero is the best boy in the show. Can we all agree, Shadow best boy? Shadow is best boy. Shadow is best boy. It's like Dance with Devils, where the dog is the best boy again. Pomeranian choir. <laughs> but I'm shout out to shit. Shout out to Shannon. <laughs> but I'm but no, Zenith. If I ever show you anything from Anime America, I'm showing you the fucking. Have you seen Dog of Wisdom before? Um no. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, there's the, just look up a video called Dog of Wisdom, and. To tell the story about that very quickly, <laughs> Shannon goes, Megan, I don't know what to put in the video with the dog. I'm like, Pomeranian Choir, just do shit with the fucking Pomeranian Choir. <laughs> so she takes Dog of Wisdom to this line of singing Pomeranians. <laughs> I, like, almost shit myself laughing. Megan showed me it after it went up, and I just lost it. It was great. <laughs> it's just... 
that in a Scooby-Doo. Where are you? And the dog comes like out from the supermarket. I forgot what the first one is. Oh no, who let the dogs out and all the... No, and then there's another one. It's like, who let the dogs out and all the dogs woof in time to it. Yep. Anyway, um, so obviously Chris Guerrero deserves an Oscar for this performance. Yes. Um, w yes. of the year. Good job, w Moria. You guys should make a category next year Good for job. best dog. <laughs> <laughs> Could you? Best dog. Oh. Best mascot. <laughs> Best dog. And the, the award dog. goes to Snoop Dogg. What? No, <laughs> no, he's Snoop Lion now. No, he's Snoop Dogg again. <laughs> no, he went back to Snoop Dogg. The artist formerly da -da 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 -da. known as Snoop Lion. It's so soft. It's soft. It's soft. Rub, 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 I rub. Rub, 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 rub. Anyways, rub, 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 rub. It's the motherfucking do double. Anyway, fun place. Speaking of Snoop Dogg, let's segue into the fun. His Royal Highness King Fun Police. King Fun Police. His royal, his royal dankness, King Fun Police. Here's the thing, though. We really don't know his royal mauntiness, King Fun Police. Garo, dude, Garo. Oh, good fuck. Anyway, uh, you don't bitches. really hear a lot of him, so I think David Wald's gonna do fine because if David Wald can play a naked dad looking for money from his emo fire, fireborn son, he can play any dad. Yeah, honestly, I think David Wald's a perfect choice here. <laughs> and I mean, because the big thing that helps, and this kind of guess goes into Linda um, Leonard, uh, the two voices are distinct in terms of age, so you can tell who's the older, like elderly grandparent, while the other one is just like the child in this situation so you can tell between the two which helps a lot <laughs> yeah i actually wrote down notes about um the queen mother and i was like a plus 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 she is the best older regal lady ever so she obviously made an impression so good job yeah she wasn't around very often but uh they, they uh she left an impression same as the other characters really like these are all very minor roles i think for the most part they're only in the first episode you see, you see Queen Mother again a little bit more um, in the fourth episode. In the sister, little sister again. Yeah, in the fourth episode. Uh, yeah, and like they said, Queen Mother sounds very maternally, and um, I like when she freaks out about them in episode four, and I'm just thinking in the back of my mind, man, my Nana stuck me on the New York subway system, was like okay with my dad dropping me on the subway system at 16. These bitches are fine. Um, my grandmother would have a heart attack. <laughs> my Nana would have a heart attack. She, 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 she went, she was, the other day when I talked to her on the phone, she was like, I'm so scared your sister is moving out. I'm like, Nana, it's fine. It's like, I know, my granddaughters are just leaving and I'm so alone. I'm like, Nana, you have Pepe. I'm like, I do have Pepe. She's an adorable 86-year-old old lady, okay? It's okay. We all, She's adorable. grandmas are good. I, I love my Nana. Love your grandma. Yes. Unless they were horrible to you. <laughs> um, anyway, uh. And then Jade Saxton playing adorable small children should be no surprise. I mean, she is basically playing everybody's precious small this year in Kana. I so I think she picked. I don't think I've heard Jade play a child before, actually. I don't think I have either, because I didn't it watch Dragon It was new to me. Maid. Me neither. It was new to me. Oh, yeah, because right, because you neither Has anybody besides me watched Dragon Maid in English? Nope. Nope. Uh, uh, I, I haven't seen Dragon Maid. Okay, so I've heard her play little girls, so I, thank God I used pr phrasing. Um, but uh, <laughs> Lana. Anyway. Oh, 
Anyway. I got in trouble during World End, by the way. Um, <laughs> oh, but no. no, I think she does just fine. I do wish we would hear more of them because I think they all do really good mm -hmm. in their jobs. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we can hear them more soon. Well, I'm pretty sure the dad's going to be in there more because he's in the end credits. So I was like, oh, there's the dad. There is he is. You can tell he's the dad. He's a he's hot really dad, hot. too. A... Oh, fun police. Is I can't he really wait for the that. dad or is he the first brother, like the oldest? I oh, think... yeah, because there is another brother. Oh, There's five know. of them. I think he could. I don't know. Okay, never I mind. Have, I, got, I have vibes thinking that that's the oldest brother that we see in the end credits, honestly. Whatever, he's well, hot. All we know is the dad's probably a dilf looking at his sons. <laughs> right? Oh, boy. Hello. Let's, anyway. Let's move on before I get into trouble. <laughs> Again. So, is everybody good? <laughs> yes. Yes. So, moving on, the next group of characters we have are the two guards, Maximilian and Ludwig. Um, these two are kind of like the guys at the gate from uh, Snow White. Snow White with the red hair. <laughs> uh, they kind of just are there to guard the princes and insult Heine's height. That was great. You must be the royal tutor's son. Where is your dad? And the entire time when Heine's standing at them, bitch, I will cut you. <laughs> I will end you. You. Papa, can you uh, hear so me? <laughs> I'm coming at you with those Barbara Streisand jokes, guys. Nice. So I don't have any predictions for these two. I think these are the these two are the only other ones I didn't have anything for. Yeah, I passed. I have predictions for both of them. I, I think Maximilian should be uh, voiced by the 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 guy who played Maximilian Pegasus in Yu-Gi-Oh. <gasps> <gasps> that would have been great. <laughs> oh, tutor boy! <laughs> are you here to royal tutor? Oh, no. Here we Party. go. You've done it now, Zenith. Oh, Mika boy. You unleashed your Pegasus impression. You've done it now. It's time I to spice up your life, Yugi boy. Wow. It's time to spice up the prince's education. Oh, wow. Now is the time um, to make your Heine jokes. <laughs> oh, Heine. Oh, oh, Heine boy. Oh, no. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway. So I had predictions. My predictions for Maximilian were Dallas Reed or Rika Fajardo. And my predictions for Ludwig were Chris Wakehamp or Jason Lebrecht. How'd you do? I got one right. Yay. <laughs> yep, because Maximilian is played by Dallas Reed. Oh, good job. And Ludwig is played by Jared Green. Yay. Max oh, shit. Uh, Dallas. <laughs> Uh-oh, what? Nope, continue. <laughs> Anyway, Dallas Reed is known for playing uh, Kimi Kimihito Kazakura in uh, Kagurazaka in Show Me and Sample, uh, Yamato no Kami Yasuda in Token Rambu Hanamaru, and Haruki Bondo in Cheer Boys. And Jared Green is known for playing Tigre in 91 Days, Wataru, uh, Wataru Mizuguchi in Cheer Boys, and Woo. Rock in Nanbuka. Yay! And then. I wish we could say more, but I feel they play off each other because Jared's Ludwig is like the older, like my 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 two weeks would be in the mail if I they could, <laughs> and Maximilian is like, yay, everything guard. Yep. That, that, that's yep. pretty and straightforward. And I think they're cute together. Pretty straightforward. They both do bang up jobs. Woohoo! Yeah. I do like how they insult the poor the poor tutor in the first episode. <laughs> 
I mean, somebody's <laughs> got to do it. It might as well, well be these guard characters. Oh, man. Actually, everyone does it. So never mind. Yep. You're like, even the bitches in the- in the ca- the bitches. Wow. The servants! Wow. Good job. Good job. That's right. In my castle, we have bitches. <laughs> well, technically- te technically there are some- some bitches in the castle, and they- they be, uh, they be all over one of the princes. True facts. I was surprised didn't- Zenith didn't, like, persona me for a second, calling people bitches in castle. <laughs> That's all I want out of life, is to have a castle full of bitches. <laughs> Birthday present, oh, guys. Happy Put birthday, Gigi. Here we go. Happy birthday, Gigi. We rented you the entire country. This is how the distortion oh, starts. First, people start wanting to have, have castles, and then they start filling it with bitches, and then all of a sudden, they start taking over the world. It, this is how we have to fight against this with our personas, guys. Oh just God. saying. Here we go. I don't know what a person. I was gonna is. say for Gigi's birthday, we could have rented the country of Liechtenstein and made our own girls' version of the royal tutor. Fun fact: you can rent the entire country of Liechtenstein. I'm <laughs> oh dead my serious. God. Guys, next year, let's start a GoFundMe. <laughs> if we rent it, I will go as Ulrich von Liechtenstein. <laughs> Anyway, I'm serious, guys. Will you crowdfund Dub Talk Rent Liechtenstein? Because <laughs> we need our Dub own country, if only for a day. <laughs> the g I can just imagine it as a, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Card the gang rents Liechtenstein. And this is the time that Dub Talk rented a country. Now, now we had our drunken escapades. Dub Talk, uh, Dub Talk Part Sixteen. Dr drunken escapades in another country. <laughs> Team Bad Decision 16. The gang takes over a country. <laughs> Sounds accurate. Sounds accurate. It's always sunny in Liechtenstein. Link in the description below. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we are trying to plan Dub Talk goes to Japan, so... Buy me we a Ko-Fi. Every dollar you spend goes into our Liechtenstein rental fund. <laughs> As long as we do a commercial for this and in the background somebody is badly singing in the arms of an angel versus gold. I won't oh, sing, but I will do the voice acting for it. Oh my god. Perfect. Anyway, right, let's, can be let's talk about boys I'm bored. We need to, we need to All right. <laughs> yeah, there's not really much to say about Ludwig and Maximilian. Hopefully they come back more. Uh, sorry, Zenith, it's not Maximilian Pegasus for you though. Oh. Ooh. It's okay, he's too busy watching Spice World. <laughs> anyway, moving on, we are gonna finally do our first prince. Yay! You didn't mean it like that, did you? Because that would have been a really I nice totally did. <laughs> oh, totally did. I, I, I will be all over these princes because they are hot. Oh my god. Yeah, I'll take Lee. They I'll are take all Lee. incredibly pretty. Oh, you uh, want this dude? Okay. I, I guess I'm gonna have to fight Steph for Kai. Probably. Probably. Which means I'll probably lose and end up with Leon Hart. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we're gonna start off with Zenith's best boy, Leaked or Lee. Uh, predictions. Uh, I will go first. Um, I did mine based off of what they looked like. Oh, of course you go. did. Here um, we go. Let's see how this goes. So my predictions for Lee, thinking that he was going to be kind of the smarmy asshole, were Austin Tyndall or Aaron Dispute. <laughs> God. I could see that, actually. 
I kinda can. Prince Karma! Prince Karma! Karma! Oh, oh god. I, I've, I have a pretty safe prediction, although it's it's a fun prediction. What do you have, is that Go on. Uh, I, I, uh, for, for Licked, I had Eric Vale. I can see that too, actually. Oh man, these are all good predictions. Yeah, oh yeah, and Leaked is the youngest and the most flamboyant of the princes. He has He's the, the hair that one. I want. Like, I'm gonna have to grow my hair three years to match him, like, wow. It's gonna be a while. <laughs> I call Leek the convict that escaped Nanva prison. <laughs> what about uh, Nanva it, prison? It, it's funny you say Nanva prison. Uh-huh. Yeah, same. It is funny that you say that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gigi, go ahead. Gigi, are we thinking the same thing here? Because I had two. And I... Oh, you both suck! Are we thinking I... the same thing? Were we thinking Uno on this one? No. No? Ooh, okay. No. What I a was... twist! I was thinking... Oh, I'm sorry. I got his age wrong. He's 14. He is 14. He's a baby. And since he's slutty, and again, I was thinking um, non-baka slash kiss him, not me. He's also a whiner. You know whose name oh, rhymes no! with whiner? It's my oh! boy, Justin Briner. Oh, God. Shit. Okay. You're a whore and I hate you. What hates me? Everyone? No, I love you. <laughs> if he, I could, was... I'd ship myself in a cake up to you. I know I'm not a guy, but I can be hot if I want to. <laughs> Fun was... fact, Licked is, Licked is my favorite character in the Japanese version, but not in this one. Was was Justin the only pick you had? Gigi? Oh, yeah, I only made one. Yes. Okay. So, throw in some context. So, the first person I had in mind, I saw the character. I thought Womanizer. Uh, and the whole Uno comment comes into play, so my first prediction for Leaked was actually Alejandro Saab. Oh! Uh, so, I was like, damn, we didn't think the same thing, because I know Alejandro's your boy! Don't um, worry, I put him somewhere else. <laughs> nice. My, sec my second pick, because um, a while ago I was having a conversation with Megan about... Wait, what? We were having a conversation about a certain individual. Uh, and I... Was it involving me crying? No. Um, Are you sure? I'm sure. Um, but... Uh, she kind of hinted that he was in the show on accident. Oh! So, I was like, okay, so I know he's in here somewhere. Where would I put him? And then I had vibes of um, his character in Overlord. I can't remember his name. He's one of the Swords of Darkness. But um, I put Chris Wainkamp as my second choice for Leaked. See, here's where I was going for that when you were talking about... Because I haven't watched Overlord yet. Um, I thought you were talking about his character, uh, Ren, in Fairy Tales, who's also kind of a womanizer. No. Oh, my God, he was Ren. I yep, he's one of, yeah, he's one of the, um, if you've seen Fairy Tale, he is, I know, Zenith, how far in Fairy Tale did you get? Uh, well, to put it this way, I stopped with the Apocalypse Dragon, and I said, fuck no, and, uh, so yeah, the time skip is where I ended it. So he's Okay, met so, he's just, met uh, you remember the, um, remember when they, the arc they go and get Wendy in, the three guys from Blue Pegasus? 
not the uh, not the fugly That's one. That's Chris Guerrero's character. Guerrero, but he was the kind of darker skinned womanizer. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that makes that friend, makes sense. Because yeah. one's because one is one's Aaron, one's I forget, and then the other one's Chris Guerrero. Chris Wakeham. Um, damn it! There's too many fucking Chris's. <laughs> That could be Sorry, the name Chris. of the extraverse harem. Too many Chris's. I'll be I'll be the <laughs> too protagonist. Many oh my too, God. Many too many Chris's. Too many Chris's. Too many Chris's will spoil the frog. <laughs> there's like just too Sorry, many of them. Here. That my last name, so anyway, my real last name, also rhymes with Weiner. So I feel you, bro. And I'm not allowed to say it because I actually know it. Yeah. You're um, not allowed anyway, to say it. so. Anywho. So we've got everyone's predictions. So playing Leet is actually Steven Sanders. Hmm. I know who that is. Hmm. I do too. Steven Sanders is uh, Nobunaga Aiji in real life. He is Ryusei in Servamp. And he is Kenji Goyon in All Out. Yeah. Um, I actually really fucking like his voice. He's adorable. Uh, <laughs> it's weird for me because like, I, I wrote the sound on my phone for little notes. For me, at first, it didn't seem like it would fit, honestly, because I haven't heard a lot of Steven Sanders' roles. Um, I think this is the second show this season that I'm watching with, where he is at least a major character or something. Um, the other show, I don't know if by this point it might have been voted in. It is one of the extra ones um, that we haven't decided on for our last slot. I don't know if it's going to be voted in or not, but um, he's the lead role in that one. So going into here, I'm like, wait, what? This makes no sense. I don't understand. But then you let him go for like two episodes or so, and it really works. <laughs> it really does, especially when, especially when he's able to flip from those comedic, like high pitch, oh my goodness, ladies, to these really serious moments. Especially with um the tutor. Oh, where he's the like being a sneaky little asshole and during the yeah. interview. I'm like, oh shit. So. It seemed a little like an odd choice at first, but then like you let it go for like a couple episodes. And I'm like, okay, this works for me. <laughs> mm, mm. Yeah, I I kind of had the same reaction because uh, I wasn't really blown away by it, but I wasn't like hating it in the beginning. Yeah. Um, but I think where I really was um, sold on it is when his vocal tone changed and he put on that different face, and I'm like, okay. This is a mask. This is this is not his actual demeanor, yeah. and I think that fits what the character is going for. So yeah, like the fact that he's able to switch between the "Oh my God, my girls, my girls" into the the slightly lower register and just be yeah. like deceitful like that that really works. That's when I was sold on the performance when he made that switch so easily and made it seem seamless. I'm like, okay, I'm fine with this now. See, my thing with it, and I'm going to bring this up with every single prince, is the, exactly what you guys were talking about, is the timber switch in their voices. Yeah. And there are some where it really works and some where it really bothers me. And this is the one where it really bothers me. Like when he's really? doing his little, yeah, when he's doing his little bishy act, I was like, oh my God, he's so cute. I love him so much. And then he said some line where he was like, do you want to kiss me on the mouth? And I was like, yes. Yes, drop the mic. Yes, I do. And then he's he he did like a like something else about being there was another switch where he was like gossiping about um Heine and I was just like, "Okay, um 
but there's something with these timber switches which makes me not realize what character is speaking i know that sounds kind of weird um but it gets really jarring because for some of it i wasn't looking at it like i was on twitter like whining because i didn't know what country this was in and then i literally had to like pause check the tv see who was talking and i was like how many voices are these characters gonna have and i know it it fits with like everybody has like a different like a public face and like the evil one um and some of them like it really worked and i could still tell that it was the same character speaking but with licked it was one where i just i couldn't it was so different like the vocal timber switch was so different that i couldn't tell who was talking anymore so see, see i have that same reaction but it was but it's for um uh, for a different brother, actually. That yeah, I had that yeah. one. For, it's worse with a different brother. It's worse I, with a different brother, but... I, I think when they're all together in the same room for the first episode, it was a little bit hard to see who had stepped forward to speak because two of the brothers are visually similar. Um, yep. Leaked is a little bit easier because of the long hair. And if you're not really paying attention to the episode, that that first little bit can be very hard to to figure out. Um, It it gets much better later on, but I'll agree with you on that. I'll also agree because um, I also have a hard time telling two of the princes apart. Um, It's very obvious which two, if you've watched the show, that are very hard to tell apart from their appearance and a little bit from their voices. Because I have not unfortunately watched all out yet, and I'm oh, sorry. It's alright. You never know, it's so okay. it's fine. <laughs> I haven't seen all of and them. I haven't watched, and I haven't watched Real Life. Me neither. And I don't remember his character from Servant very well. <laughs> his character in Servant's like a minor character, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's a really it. minor character, I believe. Um, so, but I really like him in this, because the one thing I do know Steven Sanders in is Token Rambu, because he's like, he's I Like Turtles. Um, oh, I forgot he was I Like Turtles. I don't even understand, but okay. I'll just you will one you day. You will. Eventually, when I'm not busy. Someday with, you will understand. Eventually, when I'm not busy with like 20 other things. I really liked it a lot, and I, I understand the timber switches that you're talking about, too, where he goes from like, ah, to ha ha ha. Yeah, and I'm not saying that it's bad because it's not. I really liked it. It just was very jarring, and I had to, like, look back and see who was talking. Because it just, it didn't, it didn't fit so well that it was, like, awkward. But it was, it was good. I mean, I like everything that came out of his mouth, and he wants to kiss me on my mouth, so, like, I'm down. I like the whole penis gag. That oh yeah, that <laughs> and and I'm just like oh I forgot the penis gag. I, I I think what what really works though is the setup to the switch, where he he he's during the entire interview he's completely playing it up. He's like oh yeah. look how cute I am, look how cute you are. Uh, let let's compare your size down there, like the, all those little things, and then he has that little. Um, that little like smirky face moment, and he yeah. changes his temper, and I'm like, he's evil. He is evil. Well, all the hot slutty guys are evil. We've learned this. This is fair. Life lessons with Gigi. As much as you like them, don't do it. It'll no. be interesting to see what his his deal is. I again, I've only seen three episodes. It's currently on my watch queue. Since I have a Funimation Now account still, so... Yay! I think, again, he... 
Leaked is kind of one of the more fun characters, I would say, in the show, too. Yeah. Um, he him. is, uh... They're all fun, in my opinion, but okay. They're all fun in their own way, but... Leaked is, like, a special kind of weird. <laughs> um, I like when he... Uh, it, Zenith doesn't see it episode four, but when he gets excited about eating hot dogs. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God, I was dying. I was dying great. with the hot dogs. It was good. Um, the hot dog scene is pretty fucking good, too. Speaking of phallic-shaped... Things, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Megan, you went there. So, not not me. You. <laughs> from, now to something big and hard. Oh, wow. Um, Kai. Whoa. Are we going to talk Whoa. about Bruno? We're going to talk about it so soft. <laughs> oh, Yay! it's so soft. Best boy. Best boy. So soft. Yeah, this is so me and soft. Steph's best boy. Rub, 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 rub. <laughs> so rub, soft. Rub, rub. Good. Thinking of something big and hard. Rub, 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 rub. And this is why it's ladies' night. <laughs> so he also sorry. has a white top, so just say it. There's a lot of rubbing going on. Oh. Oh, oh my. A lot, of, a lot of pat pat. And this is why we are now. We have now integrated Zenith. Welcome to ladies' night, good ma'am. Welcome to ladies' night. I, I, Welcome I'm, to ladies' night. I'm having a lot of fun. It's it's you're wishing you had that box wine about now, don't you? Oh, I, I wish I could be drinking right now, but I do have work. I I, I just, I can't drink because I have a disclaimer to record it, like, Overwatch to play. <laughs> I need boxes. Um, I'm, on a, I'm on a Persona break because I'm getting to that point in Persona where, like, I need to step back. Um, So next up we have Prince Kai, the oldest prince, who doesn't say a lot, but he's, he's a good boy. He also speaks like a stoner, so I call him Stoned White. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so my predictions, my predictions were Micah Soul Solder Team in middle. <laughs> I don't know why Micah. I just I couldn't Micah. I I didn't know if I didn't know if he was gonna be like deep voiced or like big and smarmy. Cause remember, I didn't watch oh, the Japanese. Right. Oh, no you idea. didn't. So I didn't know oh, what was I gonna did. happen. I did. And I just threw Damon Mills in there because when wedding <laughs> doubt, whip him out. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Well, that's that's All funny right. that you said Damon Mills because going along my non-baka train. I also picked Damon Mills because I what? had nowhere else to put him, and he's a fucking wizard. <laughs> and I put Damon Mills what here because he's oh, a wizard. What is everybody with Damon Mills today? Anyway, I also went on the. I also this is a magic. I went on the non-baka train too, actually, but not where you. But not where you think. Um. Oh. So obviously, I was thinking older brother because Kai is the second prince, um, but he's the oldest among the four main ones we see. Um. So I was thinking older, a bit more gruff, because he's 17 years old? If I remember right? Yes? Yes. Yes, so he's 17. In the vein. Nicknamed yes. the Glaring Like, Prince. a lot of my predictions here were not baka based I think. So, for in the case of Kai, my first choice went to Rico Fajardo. Uh, and my second choice went to Jared Green, actually, for Kai. <laughs> Oh, Jared Green, you keep coming up <laughs> in strange places. Well, not in the strangest of places, but either way. Well, wait for mine. <laughs> oh, no. Zenith, did you have anything for Zenith? Yes. Um, I I don't know the name of the voice actor, mm -hmm. but the guy who plays Fire and Ice from My Hero. Uh, Dave Matranga. Dave Matranga? <gasps> you picked blowjob noises? <laughs> she 
doesn't Best know. Boy. She doesn't know that thing. She hasn't seen Dramatical Murder. No, what? we have to show Zenith that train wreck one night. Dramatical Murder, Zenith. You don't want to know right now. You don't even have to watch the you whole show. Know. You just have to watch the really shitty OVA. <laughs> <sighs> Ugh, it's a long story, Zenith, and unfortunately we'll subject you to it. It's a really long story, and you will need yeah, alcohol to suppress it. So, so who, from your memories who later. voices so like, soft, so soft. But no, voices good choice. So You're gonna have to break me in slowly. Like, I haven't even seen Seraph, guys. Come on. Oh, boy. No, 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 no. Seraph's no, not Seraph's even not that trashy. trashy. Seraph is like... Seraph is like the yeah. kiddie pool of the, trash. You get into That's why I said we have to start slow. Dramatical Murder is the Mariana Trench. Megan, who, who, who's Kai? <laughs> who's Kai, please? Who's so soft? Who's so soft? Who is... Who do you want to rub, rub, rub? <laughs> yeah. Can you tell me, please? You want to rub, 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 too? I have milk? a blindfold on. You're going to have to tell me. <laughs> I said what? Damon... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> nope! Nope! I'm out! Bye, guys! Steph, take off! So, Damon Mills! What just happened? No, but Damon Mills is a boy. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Wait, Mom was told I me right? to stop yelling. Yes! Oh, yeah. Damon Mills. Damon Mills! You, my little wizard. How the fuck did I not drink get this? Fest. Why? Okay, well, you all are having a. Well, Zenith is wondering what I the fuck just happened. Um. Damon Mills is known as known for playing Ugo in Nonbuka, Yakov in your. Well, shut up, Jugo, Ugo, whatever, Jugo, in Nonbuka, Yakov in Yuri on Ice, and Prince Swan in Aka Thirteen. That Zenith, you said you watched at least two episodes of Yuri on Ice in English, right? Yes, but uh, Yakov was only briefly in one scene, I think. Okay, you know the voice, the big, deep, old man Russian voice. Yes. Same dude. Okay. Well, well that, hold on, hold on. That, that makes sense. I don't even think Zenith understands what Damon Mills looks like. Hold on. We're, we got we got to set this boy. <laughs> Give us a straight. So this this is this is why he is a wizard. So he's I'm the gonna, winner of yeah, the Triwizard Tournament. Who, for those who are just listening, I'm screen going to screen share just the general Google image search of Damon Mills. Zenith, this is Damon Mills. Uh, is. Wait, wait, what? He looks like Justin Bieber. <laughs> like, like, this is a pretty boy, and oh, baby, he voiced... Oh, baby, 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 oh. Wow, yeah, um... This is, this is voice acting yeah. black magic right and here. And this is why we have dubbed him the ultimate yeah. wizard. Because <laughs> he's Yakov, he, he's he is, he's he looks here. like Draco Malfoy, like, <laughs> yes. He is, he, he is the Obi-Wan Kenobi to Josh Grilly. Um, <laughs> Damon, if you're listening to this, you pretty, just, just saying, coming, coming, coming from a girl's perspective, you very pretty, and I, I approve of, of everything, all of this. You want to come to Anime He's Fest now, Anime Fest in August. I, I, I might be able to come, it, it all depends, uh, Currently, uh, my con schedule is stuff that I'm invited for a guest for, so we'll see. Uh, so he oh is perfect God. as Kai. Yes. Um, this, anytime Kai opens his mouth, I lose it yeah. because I'm laughing. Not because, like, not because the voice is, like, super funny or anything. It's just that the comedic tone, the tone yeah, the and timing is, is his. Like, they're all fighting with each other, and then just all of a sudden from the back, no! 
<laughs> you're all good boys and they're all like yeah, stop yes, like yeah he's like we are we are we're good boys yes, yes sir he sir. is he, he has the perfect combination of stern and soft at the same time and to be able to do that with the minimal amount of dialogue yes. that doesn't even have proper grammar is impressive to say the least yeah i think i wrote down um what was my exact note? I wrote that he's adorable as shit. It's kind of like if you take Jugo, but you made him a bit more mature. Because it sounds... I can hear the inflection of, like, his voice from Jugo, but it's a bit... a little bit deeper, more, much more mature take on it. And it works so well. And yeah, the comedic timing is just perfect. <laughs> oh my god. Best boy. Best boy. I like I think it. my... I like my it. favorite I'll... Kai moment... My favorite Kai moment goes to episode four, and I, I'm sorry I, I have to spoil this, this part for you, Zenith. So they they throw this party for 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 Hide, and all of the boys give him gifts, and from out of nowhere, Kai whips a live bird from his shirt, and he just goes, "I got you a bird." So so wait, he he pulls uh, he pulls an NPH. Yes, 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 Kai. And here's the thing though, like. If you look at Kai, his shirt is like always like slightly unbuttoned. Where the fuck did he put that bird? Fuck did he put Where the bird? He... You don't because his hands are both out the entire time. There is no bra for him to stick the bird in. Second of all, B, you should not be sticking live fucking animals in your bra. What? What the fuck is wrong with you? A lady stuck a fucking bearded dragon right, down her bra okay. last it's week. Okay, deep breath, shout. Deep wow, breath. wow, wow, wow. So so Kai is Kai is best best he 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 is good boy. He's good boy. They're all good boys. He's good boy. Although I do have to say, the first time he opened his mouth, I literally wrote down, "Why does Kai sound like a dinosaur?" Like I I think the 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 thing with with the first time you meet him is kind of hard because. He's oh. supposed to be shy, but not supposed to show that he's shy, and it's a very hard thing to do. That's the only really I mean, the, the problem I had they, with I Kai. Mean, the point they were trying to get across initially is that, like, Kai is very, very tough and will kill you, like, kind of thing. Like, again, he's the glaring oh, princess. Yeah. He's got a big impression perception around him because you're supposed to have of him, but then when Paine goes to do the prince interviews and he to the does garden. Kai's, Obviously, he just gets mistaken for that a lot, just because he has very. Oh, yeah, it was yeah, like him and so Ty funny though. I was like Jurassic Park. Can you voice all the dinosaurs? <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's also it's a fucking wizard. It's also kind of difficult. It's also kind of difficult because, like in Japanese, I'm very sure that like it. And saying get lost compared to uh, I hope we get along must sound very, very similar in Japanese, but the way they had to do it in English yeah. is a little yeah. bit harder to convey. I think he said Yoroshiku or something. Like, he said something. Oh, because... I think it was Yoroshiku. Yoroshikune means, like, I hope we get along. Like, it, it's probably... Yeah, it's probably like a hominin thing. There's a... Um, yeah, there's a, a game with that. I don't remember off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure he said... He was trying to say Yoroshiku in Japanese. Um, but the other thing that yeah. I wrote down was Kai saying, No need to worry, I'm here. And I was like, yes. Yes, you are. Excuse me while I drop the mic. <laughs> and and I love how he just oh. falls asleep, but he still shows up. He, he's the one that takes charge of these he guys. Does. I love it. It's great. He's so he's soft. So soft. 
he's he's a true bro. Kai is best boy, and I love that Damon is playing best boy. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) I think we've all said our piece. Um, so let's hit the book. My other best boy. (gasps) Can we? My other best boy, actually. My best boy. Yeah, this is my other best boy. He's my second best boy. Uh, and let's talk about. He let's talk about. Oh, go ahead. He has my favorite line in the show, (laughs) but. Okay. We'll get to it. Let's talk about oh, Bruno. Oh, Bruno. Bruno is the third prince, the 16-year-old with the glasses. Let me call you um, master. Yes. Yes. Master. Call me master. Anytime you want. Anytime. Anytime. Hey, okay, before Gigi makes this side of the podcast <laughs> wet, um, my predictions in this case were Alejandro Saab, and because he has glasses, I cheaped out and totally put tape. So, man. So you want to know who Bruno slightly reminds me of to an extent? Yes. Who? Yakia Togami from Daikon Ronfa. So guess where I put Josh Greeley, Gigi? Uh, <gasps> I did. I got that Josh. vibe, but I chose someone completely um, different. Josh was actually my second choice, though. Um, going back to the whole Megan accidentally let it slip that this person was in the show. My first choice, because again, I put this person in two places. I went Chris Waycamp as my first choice for Bruno, because I feel like the oh. mature, the mature scholarly brother. I'm like, because I've been hearing a couple of things in my mind. I'm thinking like Joker game and some of his bits of Eraser Head from My Hero Academia this season. I'm like, I can see this working. I'm gonna put Chris Waycamp here too. So here, I'm going back to non Baka cheer boys etc typecasting but i couldn't decide where to put tatum and i didn't want to put him here so i put him somewhere else and instead here is where i put jared green there he is there he is who do you have zenith i um i went with vic Mignana. oh my god Oh Be- my god. Because I was getting really big um, uh, Oron vibes, and I-, I think leaked would be too obvious a role for Vic. I-, I-, I would be interested to see him as this role. Obviously, it's not him, but like the- Vic would be a good choice, and I also kind of had Austin Tyndall as, uh, uh, as a backup. Tyndall would have been a good choice, too, actually, now I think about it. Yeah, that would have actually been really interesting. Uh, so, because of my big <laughs> mouth, Steph got this right. Um, so, uh, Bruno is voiced Whoa. by Christopher Wakeham. Christopher- <laughs> Hi, Chris! Hi, Chris! Hi, Chris. Uh, Chris Wakeham plays, uh, Koichi Kito and Alice in Zokuro. Uh, he plays Seekhart Mueller in Zeta the Last Witch. And, because Gigi was on this episode- Hey, Gigi, remember how we couldn't figure out who the fuck played, uh, Shota Boy's big brother? <gasps> oh, Sir Vamp, Gigi. Yes! In Surveyam. He plays Mikunin in Surveyam. Was he in. The other day, and I'm like, dude, that sounds so much like Josh Greeley. What? 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 It wasn't. It was Chris Wakeham. What the fuck? (laughs) And then for. Yeah, what what the the fuck, fuck, Chris? Uh, For (laughs) Zenith. um, Zenith, because you've watched the first season of Tokyo Ghoul at least, right? Oh, yes. Um. Do you remember the guy in Algiri mm. with the red mask? Tatara. Tatara? Yes. That's Chris Wakeham. 
He also plays Tatsura in Tokyo Ghoul. Okay. Um. Yeah. The Tokyo Ghoul dub is a masterwork. So yes. You can okay. Thank Mike okay. For that, yeah. He's a brilliant bastard. Well, Mike. Mike McFarland does no wrong in both seasons of Tokyo Ghoul. From the dub I've heard. Um. I, I mean, I I haven't seen season two, but the, from the dub, just fantastic. So anyway, um, I think Chris Wakehamp is fan fucking. Oh my god. <laughs> no. Oh my god. Oh, you guys talk first, and then I'm gonna let he you. Has, We're gonna let Gigi bottle it up. He has some of the best lines in this, and I—he—he's a character that I wouldn't expect to have like a lot of com- comedic stuff mm, going yeah. on. But after that interview, he starts just becoming this really like over-the-top character, and I love every single second, like, he's, like, getting really into it, it's like, Master, I cannot allow, I cannot allow this, and, like, when he's like, let me call you Master! I, I mean, we were talking about the tonal shift in, um, the voice work with the personalities, and that switch when we go from, because Bruno, at least up until, um, we do the Prince interviews, He's a stern, serious, like, oh, I'm not going to recognize you uh, as my teacher. Oh, he is. Like, y- you didn't even he get a college is. degree. I know. And then, like, when he's basically defeated by Heine, and he's like, all of a sudden, it's like a light switch, and he just goes crazy. And I'm like, okay. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> it's brilliant. I, I love it. I-, I really, really love it because... This is a character that you could easily um, overdo. Mm-hmm. This is a Absolutely. character who you could easily um, make into like a stereotypical nerd-sounding like voice for the first yeah. half. And I've I've seen some bad dubs. Uh, shout out to the GTO dub where they do that. And here they really rein it in for that first part of the mm-hmm. character, and they incorporate it still into the comedic stuff. But there, there's a certain humanity still in him, and you can understand why the voice is coming out. Yeah. So I really enjoyed this. Oh, man. I mean, I I, I was just like, I don't know about Bruno in the first episode, yeah. and then episode two happened, and I was just, like, rolling in all my bed laughing, like, so hard at him, just because he's just like, da-da-da-da, master, master! And, and, and he's like, don't fucking do that. And he's just like, okay, I won't do it. And then when he's not awake, I have to make it to Master on time. I have to be there 10 minutes early. I was here 15 minutes early. Like, he is so ridiculous at times. It's like, he just is just so fucking funny. Like, uh, when he goes to the bookstore, that was me as fuck, by the way. It was great. Um, that was me as fuck. And I was just like, but I, but I want but this, one. this one. I've been wanting this one for a long time. Like, at first, maybe, I, maybe this one, I need the ball. And at first, I was like... I was like, I, I think I kind of mistook it as like, I, call, I was like, do you want Tatum without actually wanting Tatum? And I didn't mean that as an insult to either gentleman. But then I realized, no, it was different because Bruno isn't like other characters I've heard um, Chris this Chris play. Because obviously all of us watching My Hero Academia right now, he replaced Alex mm-hmm. Oregon as a racer head. Unfortunately, Alex had... Uh, other commitments and he couldn't couldn't come back to uh, play play Eraserhead, um, and I actually really yeah. like him as that too. And they're two and they sound both completely different. Also, shout out he did actually tell me how he does the bandage voice. Oh my god! Uh, he sticks th- a finger in his mouth. Oh, 
sticks finger in the corner of his mouth. Shit, okay. Uh, he's like, I really hope, because I really don't want to... Hey, uh, Chris, Chris is a big sweetheart, too, by the way, so... Um, I was happy to see him in this. Um, and even then, I'm also... Because I was the host of that fucking train wreck of a night. I'm really sorry that we didn't get to talk about Mikunin in Servamp, Chris. Um, we could... I swear to God, I spent hours actually looking for who played him. And I couldn't find couldn't it. Couldn't find anything. I, I literally could not find it anywhere. And I'm... I know uh, Brutes kind of had his moment for a couple people for 91 days, but this is mine. I am really fucking sorry that I missed that. Um, it's okay. Surveyamp was a shit show. We don't like to talk about Surveyamp. I like talking about Surveyamp. Fuck you. <laughs> well, you like you talking about Surveyamp. The, the only parts of Surveyamp we like talking about are Licked and Lois. Um, to be perfectly honest... I'm thinking that this might be my favorite uh, out of all the dub cast. Um, for me, for me, it's one of my favorites along with um, Damon Mills. Yeah, yeah. Can I talk about definitely? And then Bruno. What did you talk go about for Bruno, it, everybody. Get behind everybody. We need to go. If warning for viewers sitting in the first floor rows, you are in our splash zone. I don't even want to say it <laughs> if now. If you do not like, like to get wet, like so we urge nice. you to get and up like, and go oh behind God, the I'm line shown on the screen here. <sighs> Who can tell I grew up near SeaWorld? Time to duck and cover. I hate everyone right now. So you know how there's one Don't character worry, you're gonna in every have a coming out of a cake where tomorrow. I write his name in my notebook and then put a bunch of hearts around it? This is your guy. This is my guy. Bruno <laughs> Bruno is perfect. Welcome to he the reverse so harem. Hot. He feels but then I wrote this. I wrote he feels very regal, almost like Tatum without the British accent. <laughs> and his evil voice. The evil voice though. Can you please say Oh, please no. call me. Let me be your mayor. Please be my master in the evil voice. Oh my god, oh, no. I would die. Don't give, don't no. give ideas. Don't give no, ideas. So good, so good though. Um, no, honestly, Bruno. Like, I didn't like this character in the Japanese because I'm not really one who likes those cold, like, stern glasses characters. I'm not one of them. And then I heard him speak in English, and I was like, we're in love. Let's start planning the wedding. Everyone will have glasses, and there will be like Holy a book shit, on top of the cake. Out? Okay, whoa, 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 uh -oh. whoa! I'm joking. I was gonna be like, no. Did somebody just dethrone Ian Sinclair? No, no, no. <gasps> I was like, oh. He hasn't even made the harem yet. <laughs> oh, I thought he hasn't there was made the harem yet. He's not even. I, he's not even in the harem yet. I mean, he's working his way up. But I was like, <laughs> Bruno. Oh my god. Fucking Bruno. I can't deal with my life. The comedy parts were perfect. And see, this is one where I didn't get that timber shift where I was like, this is so awkward, it's horrible. I was like, oh, this is actually working. Like, I could definitely tell it was him. So I was very happy with little Bruno. It's like in, um, in Kiss Him, Not Me when I was like, I really don't like Mutsumi, but I love the English voice of Mutsumi. What's oh, up, um, Sup, fun police? So <laughs> You're yeah. still best boy and kiss him, not me. Those two were wrong for picking out the Nope, nope, boy. nope, nope. I stand by my choices in everything that I do. Um, but Bruno, <laughs> Bruno is, oh my God, Bruno. All right, now you can put your raincoats away. Fucking put away your fucking ponchos. I hate all of you and I'm going to have a drink. 
It's uh, my birthday. Well, I do all I'm saying is, is Bruno is basically the Joker of this group. Like Megan, the Joker, like the Batman Joker. No, Megan got the. It's a Persona Five reference. Oh, oh! <laughs> I, I got that reference. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I if never he's like the Batman Joker. They didn't probably see it coming. I like him. You know, I got to think of clowns, guys. Zenith. They never saw it coming. Yeah, they never see it coming. This is going way over my head. By the way, Zenith, I have to let you in on this. I'm actually cosplaying as Mona. Ooh. I, I should cosplay I as um oh god god um who would I cosplay as? Well, Zen is figuring out cosplay plans. Well, Zen is figuring that out. It's gonna be a hard decision, a Leon hard decision. Oh god damn it! Oh, that was good. <laughs> that was good. If you don't know, I actually killed Andrew and took his pun ability, making power. <laughs> He's dead in some river in New Jersey. Sounds oh. accurate. Wonderful. Don't worry, we're gonna bury him in his My Hero manga. <laughs> nice. Good job. Anyway. Anyway, so Leonhard, who is the fourth. fourth prince. He's a fourth prince. Fourth prince. He's kind of, I guess, they're supposed to all be equal, but the show has kind of picked him as the main prince so far. Yeah. Uh, for better or for worse. I frankly feel like the other boys are kind of better than Leonhard. Yeah. Um, anyway, so my predictions for Leonhard... <laughs> One of them was Clifford Chapin. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Oh no. My other one might make Gigi a little bit proud of me. Oh no. Is it, what is it? <laughs> I, I can't believe this day has come. Oh no. What? What? I predicted Garrett's story. <gasps> Happy birthday to me. <laughs> okay, in my defense, I thought Leonhard was going to be the smarmy gay one. Oh my god. Oh, really? No. Like, like uh, Kashu Koyomitsu from Token Rambu. So, in my defense, that's why I predicted, predicted Well, Leonhard is basically Ryuji, so... Did you predict Max Middleman? No. <laughs> I'm... Who'd you predict? Oh, uh, for me, um, I actually predicted. Uh, I had two choices. One was Clifford Chapin. Oh my god! Oh god! I'm not gonna oh, do shit. it! I'm not gonna do it! Gigi, don't hold back, girl. Hold back. And the other one, I don't know the voice actor, but um, from the devil, uh, not for uh, the the character from Angel Beats, um, who could control people's minds or make them do stuff uh, i'm very bad with names was it the guy that was on the student council with the Angel? student council guy who called himself god greg Ayers. Greg yes Ayers. greg Ayers. oh hmm. huh. interesting by the way i did not need wikipedia to look that up to know that i just haven't really seen angel beats i've never seen so, angel beats so we're not going three through three on clifford chief i'm gonna say that right now uh damn it though he would be a fun pick i'm not gonna lie um but Gigi's gonna be proud of me on this one. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm going back to non-Baka reasoning. Same. Um, <laughs> so, Gigi, you want to talk so. about whiners again? <gasps> Justin Briner rhymes with whiner? Yeah, I put Justin as my first pick. Like, the second I saw him on the screen, and then he, like, did the tonal shift and, like, started whining about shit, I'm like... Oh. Okay, I'm putting Justin here. Oh, <laughs> he would have been good. He 
the other person, the other person I picked, we, I don't think we've actually talked about this individual before, um, though I'm pretty sure we're going to be talking about him in a show we're covering later this season. Um, again, from Nanbaka. Uh, Gigi, do you remember Honey from Nanbaka? I've only seen four episodes of Nanbaka. Damn it, then you don't know. Has anybody seen Nanbaka? No. <laughs> Not in this podcast. Fuck. Fuck. Um, so, Honey is one of two characters that's under, um, Tatum's ward. Okay. Um, you meet- you meet them in the New Year's um, tournament. Oh, I did see that. Never mind. Which one honey is he? Is the, honey is the purple-haired guy. <gasps> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, my mind went there. So, I was like, okay, he would be a fun choice, too. Because I think I was finishing up Nanbaka while um, I was doing these predictions. So, and I apologize if I mispronounce your last name, sir. Um... Kyle Ignacy? Ignacy? I'm sorry, I'm terrible with names. Um, we'll put it up in the editing, and I don't know who- I, I haven't gotten that far in Nambuka, so. But I felt like that would be a fun choice, too, with Leonard. Oh, I can see that. Let's give this guy- I can see it. Because he played a nice, significant role, him and- um, whoever voices Twa in season two. So I'm like, I kind of want to hear him in a larger role now. So I'm like, let's put him in here. Cause he would be phenomenal as like the little whiner too. <laughs> yeah, cause Leonhard's kind of a whiny baby. He is. And See, Honey and does I, whine quite a bit. <laughs> I didn't peg him as a, such of a big whiner. I pegged him as this is the main guy in the reverse harem. And going back to Nanbaka and going back to Kiss Him Not Me, who is my number one male choice for main dude in a reverse harem? Number seven in my reverse harem, Alejandro Saab. That's where you put him. Oh, goodness. That's where I put him. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) So, Leonhardt is played by Alejandro Saab. Shout out, anyway. I owe you a drink at AFED. Alejandro Saab plays uh, Tomotsu Denki Guy in Occubus Trip. He is Yusuke Igarashi in Kiss Him Not Me and Uno in Nambaka. Um, So I was like, who the fuck this when Leonhard opened his mouth? New new phone, who this? Same. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Like I didn't recognize New him voice, at all. New voice, who this? I didn't recognize him at all. And then it was like, oh wait, there he is. I was like, oh. And yay. then he flips, and it's like, see, we were, you know, how we were talking about problems with like tonal shift. This is the one I have. A here problem it is. With. Yes, this is the big one right this here. This is the one because because I get okay. Just a question. Mm-hmm. When they're on screen and when their tone shift, does anybody else get leaked in Leonhard confused with each other? No. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah, in the fir- in the very beginning, um, I got the c- confused, which is weird because I thought um, I-, I I thought Leonhardt was better voiced before the tonal shift. Uh, I I just I I'm not. It's not a bad change, but the thing is, like when you first see him, he has this presence about him that I really really like, and while it does get very confusing with licked 
like right next to him uh, because they have very similar character designs. Um, it just I prefer that more um, confident-sounding voice. And granted, I, I cried at his story story in uh, episode three, but still, eh, I, I prefer the 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 voice before the tonal shift. Shout out to Allison Victorin as Little Leonhard, by the way. Yes. I was about to say that, thanks, by the way. Uh, and if you don't know who Allison Victorin is, to give you a very, very quick rundown of a couple roles she's done, she is Naru in Barakamon, she is um, Conan Etagawa in Case Closed, and she is... Uh, what's the other one I wanted to grab really quick that she's the most known for? Uh, she's also a cutie from Space Dandy, correct? Yes, she is. Yeah, no, I'm with you guys, like... I honestly, when he's by himself, I can't tell which one of them is with Hainé at point. Like, unless they do the tonal shift, because happy high-pitched leaked sounds like tonal shift cutesy Leonhard to me. Yes, that's exactly right. They sound really similar, which it's not... It is a bit distracting if you don't know that they're two separate people. I mean, I guess it kind of works because they're brothers, but it's just hard to tell them apart. Yeah, for me, because it's like, most of the normal tone of voice that we hear Alejandro pull off is much more high-pitched, which, first of all, I have not heard this before, but then, like, the tonal shift, shift happens, and it kind of goes, I'm gonna guess and say it's his natural register, and it comes out seamlessly, so the difference is just rather jarring to me. I mean, comedic timing-wise, it works, but, like, the vocal change, it's strange, it's really jarring, but, like, aside from that moment, honestly, he has, like, the most comedic moments, because he's uh, the one who's on the screen the most at this point, and I think he does at least carry those moments very, very well. It's just that odd tonal shift that I have a slight problem with, if anything. It just seemed a little bit jarring between, like, the high-pitched, like, whiny kind of kid versus... Because <laughs> Leonhardt is 15, right? Yeah. You yeah. go from what naturally might sound like a 15-year-old, and then here's Alejandro Saab, his natural tone of voice, and I'm like, wait. Hold on a second. I'm not yeah, saying like... I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad, it's just a little bit jarring in that one little moment, but that's the only problem I really had with it. Like, when he first comes out and he's, like, super princely, I literally mm -hmm. wrote down, he sounds nothing like I thought he would sound, and yeah. he doesn't sound like Alejandro at all. Then when he no. switches to evil Leo, then I was like, oh, there he is. I was like, okay, that's good. And then the whole... Here's another weird tonal shift thing that I heard, and I think the second episode, wherever he has his interview with Heine... Um, it's in the first episode. Is it, it in the first episode? Yeah, it is the first episode. I, um, I got them confused. That's who I got confused. I got uh, Heine's inner monologue confused shit. with Evil Leo. And I was like, which one is probably talking? When, probably when he was reading the diary, right? Um, yes, guess? when he was reading okay. the diary. And I was like, okay. And I mean, it's... It's not bad because it's actually showing more of Alejandro's range, which I'm super excited to see because I I love his voice and you know he's in my voice actor reverse harem. But I was just like, I've never heard him sound like this before. But then at the same time, I was like, 
I am so confused right now. <laughs> like, I just, yeah. like, I feel like if you're going to have a different timber for a, a character that you're voicing, like, voice acting-wise, and I'm not talking about, like, if you're on stage and people can see your body physically change, like, or if you're in front of a camera and they can see your facial expressions and, like, the look in your eyes. But if you're doing one where we can't see you and the change is so great like it's like you're voicing a completely different character instead of just a side of the same character so i mean i really liked it don't get me wrong boo you still in the harem don't worry i'm still gonna buy you drink but i was just very very confused it's also hard because a lot of the first episode they turn into chibi versions of themselves a lot and there's no lip movement so if you're trying to follow and you're not paying attention then you can look away for a second and you'll see the chibi version and not quite know who's talking sometimes. Yeah. Unless it's Heine. Yes. Heine yeah. is very obvious, but that that's the big problem I think that Lee and Hart has and eventually you do get it. It's not like it's a huge mm-hmm. problem, but like that right. that first half of the episode I'm like, okay, two characters, I'm trying to figure out who you are. But yeah. I do have to say that as the episodes progress, the tonal shift does get less drastic. And it gets... Also, how the fuck do you pronounce Zahirtort? Like, with the Z sound? Dear God. Zahirtort. Gigi was like going... Gigi had a fucking conniption. Oh my God. Listen. It's a very important cake. I mean, it's obviously a huge part of Leo's life. I just want to know how the fuck to pronounce Zahirtort. Ugh. You pronounce it as a lie. You, you pronounce it as, I'm going to eat that fucking cake. I was so embarrassed because I was in Vienna and I had to order it off a menu and I didn't know how to say it. So I said, Satcher Tort? And the guy in Vienna looked at me like, drop dead. And I was like, oh, that's obviously not Fucking Americans. Right. You stupid Americans. I don't speak German. Fucking white girl. I don't speak Viennese or Austrian or whatever the fuck. I'm pretty sure it was German. But I was just like, ugh. How do you say this? Well, the first thing you need to do is you need to dress up. They speak a lot of English in Austria. (laughs) You you need to have a giant piano in the middle of an ocean and start playing it. God damn it. (laughs) What? But then in fact, what? I I got that. I, in the words of uh, Chris Evans, the real Captain America, I got that reference. Um... (laughs) But uh, one of the things that Zenith actually brought up was a, is a good point is the no mouth movement thing. Yeah. Because um, from what I understand, a lot of actors like to do no mouth movements because you don't have to match the flaps. Mm-hmm. So you can act a little bit more. I know, um, obviously, it's what probably enabled Sonny Strait to play Koro Sensei as fucking well as he did. Yeah. Other than the fact that Sonny Strait was born to play that character. Uh, but you you kind of bring up a good point is that you should be able to tell the characters emotions and intent even if you can't see how their mouth is moving the, or how their face looks at the same time though the chibi versions there are moments where like there aren't any actual lip flaps but you can see like facial movements yeah like cheeks yeah. movements so that could almost equate lip flaps to a sense so you're still a little bit restricted from that so it's not like pure, like nothing moves. You have total yeah, freedom. Okay. It, there's so it's still not some like movement some... in there. So it's not something like uh, Sunny playing Koro Sensei, no. Morgan Berry playing 13, because 13, there's no mouth movement. Right. You can only kind of see the head rock 
or even Felicia Angio playing Toru in My Hero Academia: The Invisible Girl. Yeah. Um, but no, I think I think that's a fair kind of assessment of the character and the voice. Um, are we all good to move on to our last person? I, am. I like big butts and I cannot lie. You <laughs> otherwise can't deny. Here we go. Oh my god. So I said Heine once. <laughs> um, <laughs> dig a hole. Right now you hole. can't see it, but my face is the same one that Ollie made the first time he Booty, 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 booty <laughs> rocking everywhere. Booty, 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 booty rocking everywhere. <laughs> dig a hole. Tutor, 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 tutor rocking everywhere. <laughs> I found you, Mr. Nutsuda. Oh my god. I swear to god, Jamal's gonna watch this episode and be like, Megan, you were so fucking white. <laughs> um, yeah, probably. Anyway, Heine, who is the titular royal t- <laughs> titular <laughs> ass in titties. Ass, ass, and titties. Oh Heine god. was funnier. This episode is now all about that ass and them titties. <laughs> oh, baby. You can school me with those melons all day. Oh my god. Oh my god. Squish. that ass up into class. They're so soft. So soft. Rub, rub. And this is my reaction. Step, 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 step. Roll, roll, roll. Go Roll, roll, roll the fuck out of here. Roll the fuck out of here. Why don't you roll that ass up into class? Heine has some of the best comedic bits. I love it. Anyway, high name, my predictions. One, this is actually where I stuck Josh Gurley as my second oh. choice. Whoa. But, hey, Steph. Mm-hmm. Yes. Remember how I talked about uh, somebody's deadpan in Akka? And how it reminded me of another show that I, I casted somebody for? Kinda. Surprise, motherfucker! It's Justin Briner time. Oh, oh my oh. god. Ooh, okay. Because if you've watched Akka, his character, Mongi, is deadpan and has the, if I could put my two weeks in, I'd be gone already, boys. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and I thought it would have been perfect for the little tutor. Also, before I looked it up, I also thought Heine was a girl. Good job. Hmm. I wasn't right. pulling an Etwally again. Not again, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> She's never gonna let that go. Everybody Hold gets on. one. I uh, I had a prediction. Um, I judging from the character, I didn't quite know what to expect. Uh, I did not expect the voice that we got. So what I basically chose was someone with glasses that that has kind of a familiar voice. Um, you may know him as as the king of of trolls, uh, Todd motherfucking Hapricorn. Oh my god. Okay. Um. Hmm. I almost dropped the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to picture it in my head. I can't. Really I can't. See it. Well, well, you, you remember the Sao thing, right? Well, yeah, I, I do. Well, yeah, but like. Even with that, I'm like, can't see it. I'm having a hard time seeing it. Don't see I it, can, feel I can, it. I can, I can, I can don't see, see it. Don't dream it, be it. Okay. <laughs> All right, Tim Curry, sit down. Um, so, uh, with my prediction, I wanted to be like super profound, and like I really thought it would be funny if Heine had a really low voice because he's mm-hmm. such a like childlike. And then it was like it would also be funny if he had a really high voice 
because it would be hysterical and like be typecasting. And then I said, you know what, fuck it. And I typecasted and picked the lowest hanging fruit because he has glasses and he's supposed to be intellectual. So I put Tatum here. Why am I not surprised? What? N- no one is surprised. I mean, I can see it. I can see it working. Yeah, yeah, so you can. You can see it I working. I can see it working. Can, can I talk about this because I got spoiled? Yes. Should I just reveal it or are you going to make predictions first? I don't have a prediction. I got spoiled. Oh, that's right. How did- wait, did I do this? No. So here's the story. All about how- don't say who it is, but say who spoiled it. I had a Megan- <laughs> Call him out. I had a Megan moment, uh, where- because again, with this and Sakura Quest, the two episodes I'm doing for this season, I was avoiding casting announcements like the fucking plague. And then I went on to Instagram one day, and uh, the, one of the voice actors I follow was like, hey, I'm voicing Heine in Royal Tudor. I'm like, fuck. God. So I had a Megan moment where I got spoiled. <laughs> by this particular voice actor whom she has been spoiled on several times before. Yep. Fuck. <laughs> Why? Heine is played by, and I can't believe this fucking happened. Yeah, I can't either. Me neither. Micah Solisat? I, 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 I give up. I, I did I not know. expect this voice. No. Never. <laughs> um. So, Micah Solicide, uh plays characters like Tsusomu uh, Senkawa in Birdie the Mighty Dick Code. He is Jonah in Jormungand and Team Colby in One Piece, among many others. Go Team Colby. I, I have no words. The fuck? The I have fuck a lot of words right. and not most of them aren't good. I so I'll, oh boy. Um, I'll 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 take one for the team so maybe we can get like ready it, to shoot but... me. <laughs> I, I, remember, I'm... I can smother you. Remember, I can smother you and ditch your body in Texas. I know August. you also know where I live, but I also I, do I, have your Yuri and I Sum so I you also have my Yuri Nendroid. Yes. I have mixed feelings about this performance. Like, like I couldn't generate notes until like the very end. I'm like, I need to have some thought. I don't know. I I think the biggest problem is that it is not a voice I would normally think coming out of this character. Now, granted, I am also very, very cute, and you wouldn't expect this voice coming out of me, so... I mean, to be fair, yes. That... that is understandable but still like it's just it's such a very deep adult voice coming from a cute chibi um character and it is funny but there are some scenes where i'm just like it does feel very jarring so i i liked the character and there are parts where i was a little bit distracted by the voice um i still think this is a great show and i'll get to overall feelings in a minute, but this is one of the biggest problems, I think, where it's it's either too deep or I, I just, I don't see this voice coming from this character. Mm-hmm. Like, what I ended up writing for notes is that Micah's a very odd pick here. Because you would not expect Micah's voice to equate this character, at least under normal circumstances. Um, but I also wrote, 
he is stoic and it does work because in the Japanese it plays to a similar effect. But he does have these fun little moments too. And I laughed my ass off. The whole stepping and the rolling thing. That was beautiful. <laughs> but my feelings, like at the end of the day with Mike's performance here, at least general impressions wise, I'm very mixed. I don't have a definite opinion one way or the other. It's one of those where it's like, I feel like I have to watch the show through to the end to see how overall I think about it. It's just very mixed to me. Like, there are good parts, there are not so good parts. I just don't know. I don't have a full opinion right now. It's very hard. See, my... It is... My... Go ahead, Gigi. My thing with it is that in the first few minutes, like, when he gets caught up with the guards at the gate and I was like oh Mike is playing another little shit lord that's why he was cast here I got it but then as the show went on I was just like I don't I don't get this like I don't like it it just it doesn't feel very it doesn't feel I like I wrote this was my note Micah feels like it's he's phoning it in I just I know the character is supposed to be very stoic but in the Japanese he had like some really great tones and like some comedic timing to his stoicness where it made a lot of sense so that's why I was like oh if somebody like were to play this like totally ham like go super ham on it or go totally like deep voice stoic like it would be fine and I don't think Micah fits either of those like it's just somewhere down the middle of the road and for that reason like every time Heine like spoke I was just like eh well he's checking out so I'm gonna check out too like I don't really know if that's the thing but that's just how I felt I don't want to say he's phoning it in personally because again he has some of those fun moments and and it does show like the interview he does with uh, Bruno and he's trying to not play Bruno's game of being tested by him and then all of a sudden sudden he's called Little he's like I will take your test. Have at me. Yeah, <laughs> like, that, that was good. That was yeah, that was a great line. The lines are great, but you have to attribute some of that to the writing. Like the the funny ones where I think doesn't he say something about how I'll kill you? I think he says something like that. I'm pretty sure that was like along the little shitlord thing. But I was like, like when he's playing the little shitlord part of Heine, I get it. But when he's just trying to teach them lessons, it's kind of like real school. And I'm like, yeah, nope, I'm going to check out now. I feel That's like just I'm going to back thought. out of this. I, 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 think... I, feel like, I feel like part of it's going to have a lot to do with Heine's background and his backstory, which is being very, have very secretive at this point. We have no idea where this guy came from. We don't know what his like upbringing is. We know nothing about this guy outside of him being very, very educated without attending college. That's all we really know about this guy. Yeah. I it could, but at the same time, you have to actually get there to to figure it out. And I'll save my thoughts for the end, but I have to really like the characters for me to actually finish an anime. And I'm going to stop right. talking, so I'm putting my <laughs> blankets over my head so Megan's going to punch me in the face, so it's fine. I'm not going to punch you in the face. Trust me, I've had... Okay, Zenith, go first, and I'll say that. Um, I I just want to briefly say that like the the thing that works about Heine is is mostly the writing and what they do with his chibi character a lot. 
Um, yeah. And that's what makes it funny. It, the rest of the, the cast I can really, really get behind as, as voices, but this just, yeah. First, I'm not going to tell you, GG. Um, I'm sorry to spoil it for you guys. I know Steph's going to kind of, she kind of watches all of them. I know GG, sometimes you don't do them if you're not interested in the show. I actually didn't like his character or the performance that much in World End. So, I have my moments, too. Like, like everyone has them. So don't feel bad, I'm not gonna murder you. I actually really like this! <laughs> um, Why am I not surprised? Uh, no, and it's not because it's Micah! <laughs> it's- I actually kind of like the voice, and I think it's fun, and I think it's different from what I'm used to. Because I've been a fan of Micah for like seven plus years at this point. Which probably makes us both feel horribly fucking old. Um, probably. <laughs> so I've seen him go from like Soul and Soul Eater to Senkawa, who is kind of this like coward, dogged, nice guy, to Yuichiro and Sarah for the end. And I've seen him play characters like Soon Wan, who I wanted to fucking kill. Yeah. Um, fuck Soon Wan. Don't fuck Soon Wan, because I don't want him to experience pleasure, only pain for what he's done. Um, you, you mean fuck Soon Wan, but not in that way. Not, not in that way. <laughs> but I think it's it's different, so I like it, and I like the they're kind of trying to do this deadpan, but still, like, smarmy kind of thing. Does it work for everybody? No. Like, I can completely see why you wouldn't like it. And I can completely see why a lot of people wouldn't like it. But I I think it's fun. Would I... He's not my first choice for who to play it. I, I actually didn't think of him in this role at all. I would have thought somebody like Josh or Justin because ju how Justin plays Magi in Akka. Or like... Honestly, probably a female act, an, a female actor playing him, something like a Terry Doty, a Morgan Berry, um, a Lindsay Seidel as when she did Nagisa from Assassination Classroom. I again, I thought Heine was a girl. Um, didn't fuck that up this time. Thanks, Steph. Um, <laughs> you learned but, your lesson. A lesson. I've I've done it twice now. I've learned. I've learned not to be dumb. But um. Or even a Greg Ayers, but Greg Ayers would have kind of given me deadpan Neggy vibe to me. Um, but I see where you're coming from, and I can totally understand why you wouldn't like it. Because it is very... And there are times where I'm like, uh... And I kind of pull back a little bit, too. Uh, but I think that it's going to take some time to go through. And I do kind of hope that we, we see some change in the character. And maybe that'll change the voice uh, a little bit. But... Who knows? Because again, they're kind of really veiling the booty behind some pants. Um, nice. I guess I, I guess we'll move into final thoughts here because we've been going on for a little while. Yeah. Um, uh, Steph, you start. Me? Okay, cool. I was fixing my headphones. Um, overall, I would have to say it's it's a fun dub for probably one of the more underrated shows this season that probably won't get a lot of attention. It's kind of depressing because it actually is very entertaining at times. Um, I would definitely say that you can tell that there's a lot, that they're having a lot of fun with this one. Uh, and it does show. Similar to um, 
when Tia directed Kiss Him Not Me. You could tell that they were having a lot of fun with this. So it, it's great to know that the shows that Tia has been picking up, they have fun with them. Like, they'll go all out for them if need be. But overall, like, I would say casting solid, probably except for little things, I, problems I have here and there. Um, and the writing and directing is also very solid too, so right now, I would say I've been enjoying the dub as of these first four episodes, and I'm very, I'm very, very excited to keep watching it. If anything, for, for um, uh, the good boy, the good boy, <laughs> the good boys from Rub. So soft. Oh, Kai is best boy. Kai is best boy. I'm sorry. <laughs> he really is. But yeah, it's very solid so far, and you can tell they're having a lot of fun with it, so I'm enjoying it too. Uh, Zenith? Overall, I do have some small problems, but, um, I mean, I went into this completely blind. Um, I, I think that's the way I like to really do things with a lot of these uh, anime because it helps me see things without any preconceived notions about what is, what it is supposed to be. Um, the biggest problem with Dong and Rampa in in looking at the dub was that I kind of had an idea of what I wanted it to be, and if anything strayed from that, well, maybe that you know my preconceived notions of things were a little bit different. Um, but you know, I, I just randomly uh, watched it, like, a few hours before the cast, and... Me too. It worked for me. This is a show that I didn't know much about, but when I when I saw it, I'm like, okay, well, I'm getting a lot of Oran vibes from this. I'm getting a lot of um, GTO, but without, like, the teacher being dumb. Like, a lot of really... A, a lot of um, similar elements from shows that I've seen before, and... Um, more so than some of the ones that we've covered before, more than Shonen Made, more, um, much, much more than Ultimate Otako Teacher, the Royal Tutor is, is so, so fun, it is good, it is very good, and I think that, like you said, it'll probably fly under the radar, uh, for most people, because they're looking at the, um, the bigger shows, or the ones that are really coming into their own. Um, I haven't seen anything from Attack on Titan Season 2 or My Hero, um, but so far this is one of the top of the season for me, and I, I think it might just catch you off guard. It's very well acted for the most part, it's, it's well scripted, uh, much more than some of the other stuff that we have covered. And it just, from beginning to end, it presents a very solid story. And I, I must stress that a lot of my problems with modern anime is they have trouble with the first episode, getting things started, and they have uh, really big troubles with setting a tone and an idea across from what they're, what they're going for tor towards the end of the season. So this this anime really does a great job of just making something fun with a clear goal of what it wants to do. Uh, Gigi, do you want to go next? Yeah, I guess it's time for me to step on my uh, my Bishi soapbox because <laughs> this is where because I want to follow up with you. This too. is where my life is gonna go right now. Um, so before I get into my final thoughts on the Royal Tutor, um, 
for those of you who don't know, this is pretty much a bishi show. It's not a reverse harem because there are no girls in it. And uh, Funimation has a horrible history of not dubbing their bishi shows. Like, if you get a bunch of hot guys with no girls in a show and Funimation picks it up, there's like an 80% chance they're not going to dub it. And they're going to waste it. Case in point. Shonen in Hollywood. Yeah. Case in point. Starmew. Starmew, which is the funniest, campiest piece of shit I've ever seen in my life. If they decide to go for B. Exactly. They didn't dub the boys. They're not dubbing boys love shows, but The Betrayal Knows My Name came out in a shitty release that cost like $40. World's Greatest First Love came out in an even shittier release that cost like $50 with no dub. So Funimation doesn't like to dub their Bishi shows. Um, Sukiyuta, side note. Um, if you decide to go through Country Rules catalog and grab B Project, if you're not going to dub it, please leave it alone. Just leave it. Leave it alone because B Project is life. Anyway, so that or being... Or give it to Tia because clearly she wants to do stuff. Yeah, give it to somebody who cares. <laughs> give it to somebody who cares. Um, the Royal Tutor as a show for me is in the same realm as Token Ranbu Hanamaru, where I don't like the show. I don't think it's funny. I really am not impressed with it. And if it weren't for the character designs of all the princes in the Japanese, and if it weren't for this podcast that I have to do, I would have dropped it after episode one because I just don't like it. I just don't think it's funny. The fact that I couldn't tell what European country it was in with all the different European... um, references mixed together kind of pissed me off and i was like that's japanese choice not an english dub choice as for the dub of the royal tutor the dub makes the show i mean again going back to token ranbu hanamaru um if it were not for the english dub i wouldn't have gotten past episode two um bruno makes this show for me bruno is just everything and you know I love that Tia Ballard takes the shows with a bunch of boys in it and turns them into something really great and something that I would want to watch when the Japanese, you know, for me, because I know everybody else said they liked this show, was so boring I just couldn't stand it. And it was nice to look at, but I can always put it on mute and, like, edit my videos while I watch this, like, in a corner at one and a half speed or something like that. Um, so I'm very grateful for Funimation for taking a chance to at least dub a Bishi show, put it on a simul dub, and give it to Tia Ballard, who is doing great and wonderful things with it, along with her life. Senpai noticed me. And thank you. Okay, <laughs> I'm off my soapbox. I want to follow up. And I want to follow up with Gigi and Gope on the soapbox, too. Uh, first, I, I'll go on it after I say how I feel about the show. I actually really like this show. Uh, I did not think I was going to like this show because I don't always do well with like weird random comedies, but this one makes me laugh and it's adorable and dorkish all at once. Um, so I'm perfectly cool with it. I'll actually keep watching it. Um, out of all of the dubs I've watched this year, uh, not this year because again, my favorite, my AOTY at this point is Aka 13 standing until Ancient Magus Bride comes out unless that show automatically fucks up. Uh, and please Funimation for the love of God fucking dub that show if you get it because I know Crunchy has it. Um, I really like this show. I like a lot of the cast. I like a lot of what T is doing. I like Sam's writing. Chris Wakehamp in Damon Mills having his fucking stitches at times. Um, <laughs> yes. 
this is probably gonna surprise Stefan. This is probably my favorite simul dub of the spring, even more than Sakura Quest. More than my I hero. Watched, um, I haven't watched Sakura Quest, so I have no. I idea. like this more than I like Sakura Quest because I have some issues with Sakura Quest in general as a show too. Okay. Um, sorry, Miles. You can fight me later. Oh. Um, in regards to what Gigi said, I completely agree with her as well. Um. No offense, I have had some issues with Funimation and their their choices on what to dub, as well as their choices on what to present to their audiences. Um, back in fall of 2016, when Double Talk was still a thing, I was super fucking pissed Yuri and Ice wasn't put up. Mm. But things, but they were completely. And somebody had said to me, oh, well, maybe they don't know how to talk about a show like Your Eyes. And my exact answer back to them is fucking bullshit. Because if they can talk about Sky Wizards, if they can talk about Prison School, mm. if they can talk about fucking Netoje, which is some of the... Prison School, I get, has its fan base. And I haven't watched it yet. And I, it's not a show that appeals to me, nor is it a show that I think I will be comfortable with watching anytime soon. I might get drunk and start it one day and probably like it. But in, re in regards to stuff like Neto-J, which I find Neto-J to be one of the most incompetent fucking anime I've ever watched. And one of, personally, one of the, like, things that pisses me off. Much like to Andrew what Masamune-kun's revenge was. I think Gigi's totally right. I think Funimation has dropped the ball in some regards for its female fans. While they have done shows like Oran, like Orange like the shoujo -y romance stuff, that stuff can appeal to a male audience in some way. I think Oran is one of the universally funniest anime I've ever watched. Something like Royal Tutor, something like Tsukiyuta, something like Star Mew, something like Sekaiichi Hatsukoi. That stuff is intentionally catered towards women and sometimes can be fucking trashy as shit. I'm happy someone like Tia is grabbing shows like this to dub if she gets, or she is the one dubbing them, or that Funimation's at least trying to take a chance with them. I still do think they need to do a lot better. Um, the other thing I want to bring up, and I believe Marissa Lenti was one of the people who was very much for this, Funimation, start dubbing your BL shows. Mm. And I think Marissa Lenti said it best. Yep. If the girls have to, if the girls have to dub, fucking etchy shit, the boys can suck it up and do BL stuff. Oh, preach. Well, here, you know, and here's the thing with that, too, is that you know I have my hashtag shoujo trash. I know a lot of people support it and are totally behind it. Yeah, we're, we're females. We love our trashy shows and this is why I'm glad that this is on a ladies night right now. You know, just to say that we're consumers, too. Look at all the Yuri on Ice merchandise that comes out that is sold yeah. out within seconds yeah. because all the girls are buying it i mean it's not even it's also not just the girls who are buying it it's the lgbt community yep. who's super into exactly. that exactly like zenith i know zenith is new to ladies night but i mean from your perspective too because i mean just in your perspective too like how do you see this it's it's kind of it's it's a very it's a very big thing for me because shows like Yuri on Ice um, that that cater to 
just more than just the main demographic are important for me for someone who uh, is not who they initially realized they were and someone who who may be lost you know people don't seem to understand that a lot of these shows help people relate to certain characters and figure out who they want to be uh, you know people like Katsuki Yuri and 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 you know these people who are allowed to do things and be who they are and they have this huge um, impact on us you know you see them and you're like this this is me this is the way I feel and it's just it's something that this this industry needs more of we have too much of these shows that are harem or or incest or itchy or things that uh, are just very very squicky to a point that it's unhealthy in this community and I think that it just creates these bad um, bad habits forming in the community and when we have shows like Yuri on Ice or like this or or like Oran which skipped me and I wish I had seen it when I was a kid stuff like that is stuff that we need um, bring bring more revolutionary girl Utena bring more of these princess, princess jellyfish, jellyfish yes. or princess jellyfish is a great example princess tutu bring more shows that talk about things that need to be discussed because um, gender does not matter gender boundaries are non-existent and you should market to everyone regardless so we need more of this and i will say straight up right now yuri on ice was splendid it was a big journey for me and i know we're getting a movie but i want a second season and i want the industry to i'm with you i Charles, want like, we all want a second season. <laughs> i trust me said it. i realized some stuff about myself because of that series and the other thing i really want to bring up too is um i had mentioned his name before it was uh it's mild yeah and especially last season because Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid was super popular. And if you haven't watched Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, it's very Yuri-esque. Um, and Miles had posted, it's like, none of you people seem to get mad that we're posting so much Dragon Maid, but a lot of people got super pissy, get super pissy when you give a lot of praise to Yuri on ice. Yeah. And, yeah. and that is that. also a huge double standard for me because it's like, okay, when two girls are about to fucking make out, Y'all will, like, go fucking insane. People go fucking nuts. Like, but if two guys explore their sexuality or something that's not to be fetishized gets promoted, people are like, what the fuck? This is just overhyped and shit. And that's something that I think the community needs to point out. Obviously, that's not something that's in Royal Tudor, but I just wanted to bring that up on my soapbox, too, because I feel like this is a right direction for Funimation to move yep. into. Because yep. like Zenith said, and like Gigi said, and like Steph said, there is the LGBT and the female identifying gender, the female identification factor to anime watching. And sometimes it does feel like we kind of get the middle finger when it comes to promotional mm. stuff and stuff get, gets dubbed. For every Yuri on Ice we get, it feels like we get like 
five twenty. I don't know, fuck twenty. Like okay, twenty. So <laughs> I I don't want to say Keijo because Keijo turned out to be kind of a good show from what the boys told me. Twenty Neto Gays. We kind of get. And yeah, we get like twenty Neto Gays. Like, and I understand. We get twenty Neto Gays. We get twenty Neto Gays in one Oromi. And and then there's like the the supernatural magical girl like gunstrike witches or whatever with the the legs that are rocket powered like. We don't need these things. Yeah. Here's well, my okay, here's fair. I actually own a can, copy. Can of I just say? Can I, I just say like one quick show. thing? Because I'm holding this in a little bit. I love Funimation pieces, but you were talking about BL series. The fact that Sentai Filmworks has the balls to dub dramatical murder. Yes, yes. they had the balls. Not to dub well, dramatical but they did murder. it. Says something. Not well, but they did. It's it. not the best. It's not the shiniest toy in the box, sure. But the fact that they just went for it, and I can appreciate mention, that effort. They went for, they went for the OVA. Yeah. They went for the OVA. Here's the thing. I am somebody who has played that game. I have seen what that game is. I know what the teeth to dramatical murder is. I've seen the sexy stuff. I have fucking seen some shit. I own 10 count for God's sakes. <laughs> I am somebody who does read BL series. Do I know that's not the some of them are not the best thing in the world because they fetishize gay men? Yes. And that is something that is a problem and there are a lot of problems in that genre. However, the fact that Sentai did have the balls to yeah. dub a fucking show like Dimda with its OVA that gets borderline hentai. And Funimation won't do that for a BL series, but they'll fucking dub the borderline hentai that is Seven Deadly Sins. Yep. You know... Seven Moral and, Sins. And I know that I, people are going to say... I don't want to get to that... It's all about the money, which apparently, what is it, Netoge was like the number one show streamed in its season, so it gets a collector's edition. Behind my... If we're not counting My Hero, probably, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, it could be all about the money. That's what people are watching, whatever. But these other shows do have audiences, and we are very yeah. vocal about what we yeah. like. I, I mean, it, it's, I mean, for it, fuck's we'll sake, we'll pay for on it. Streaming I mean, numbers. it's like, we understand that this is also a business thing, and you obviously have to keep this business going. We understand that. But you're missing a huge demographic that is out there if you don't I mean, also cater to those shows. And if you if you oh, care sorry, if you're worried about like sales numbers and stuff like that, well, I mean I I don't I would like to have physical releases of these stuff, but if you if you really have to do a digital only to curb numbers, fine. But we 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 would like to see um, a return to the days of these long-running series that really just took their time to do something interesting with these yeah. concepts. That's all we really need. I think that's more Japan's and then... It might be more Japan, But yeah. dubbing them, I understand. Dubbing them, I understand. But we've kind of been going on for a little longer, yes. and trust me, <laughs> I will be back to this soapbox because I have to go through the fucking torture that is seven more. Oh, sucker. Have fun Jesus with that. fucking Christ. I'm done for the season. Jesus fucking Christ. It, 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 it's um, Dave. If, if Fellows fails, you can blame Dave Trosko for it. I'm not going to blame Dave Trosko <laughs> for it, but... And, and honestly, to the girls who are doing that show, Godspeed to you. I don't... I, I know probably some of you like it, or you're saying, saying you like it. I don't know who you are, and if you're into that, I am completely okay with you being into that. It's your choice to like what you like, 
as long as you're not hurting anybody with your views or you're not actively encouraging somebody to hurt someone, I don't care what the fuck you do. Just don't fucking hurt other people doing it. Just, just be cool. Be excellent to one another. I'm sorry that the end of this went so fucking crazy, but I just feel like it had to we be said. We need to get off our soapbox now. Yeah, we need to get off our soapboxes and roll our asses to <laughs> roll our promoting asses and under whoring the couch, ourselves out. Under the couch. Um, step, step, so step, soft. roll, 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 roll. So soft. Rub, rub. So if you want to watch the Royal Tutor, you can head over to Funimation.com to check out the broad, the simuldub of it, which I believe comes out every Tuesday night at 10 o'clock. Um, you do have, you can do a 14-day free trial, but after that you will be charged. Though I don't know why you wouldn't want to use a Funimation Now subscription. It is fantastic. You get access to a huge library. The fact that Zen, somebody, the fact that it took this long for Zenith to get a Funimation Now account. Zenith can get so much One Piece yes. now. So um, um, if you want to watch, however, if you didn't, if you tried to check out the dub and you didn't like it, but you just enjoyed the show in general, you can always head over to Crunchyroll. You can also do a 14-day free subscription there, or you can watch free of charge. Just be reminded that you'll be behind a week of the simul, the week of the simulcast leaks, and there will be ads. Now, if you want to follow us, ladies, go around in a circle and whore yourselves out. Who's first? Hick. <laughs> Somebody get on the pole. Whoa, whoa. So I guess whoa. that's me. <laughs> pop out of that cake, Gigi. Well, it's time for you to pop out of my cake. My name is Gigi. I'm from Anime Palooza, where you can find me on YouTube and Twitter, talking about all your hashtag shoujo trash needs, unboxing a lot of Yuri on Ice crap that I probably don't need, but that I'm buying anyways, because why not support the industry? And also, JJ did nothing wrong. <laughs> Uh, my name is Stephanie, or you might sometimes know me as Lilac. Uh, I have I really just do things on Twitter when I'm not wrangling this group of idiots around half the time. Hi, mom. <laughs> mom, Hi, mom Chan, Chan is here. Mom Chan is here. Uh, you can follow me. On I actually want to commission one of my friends to draw us with Lilac being in the middle and all of us being on child leashes doing other things. Oh my god, can we? That'd be kind of funny, actually. Zenith can be <laughs> sitting on your head trying to find one piece. <laughs> I approve of this decision. Anyway, dressed in a dressed in a monoguma onesie. Yes. Anyway, if you want to follow any of my shenanigans on Twitter, I am at Lilac Anime Review with review being spelled R E V U E. And I am Zenith Will Rule. Um, I do so many things. Um, I currently just upgraded my channel because. Uh, Views are pouring in right now, but you may know me from History of One Piece. I am also recently doing uh, this thing called Zen Plays. It's a Let's Play series. I'm going through Danganronpa 1 right now and voicing over 16 different characters at the same time and um, learning voice acting and stuff like that. But I also do reviews of games, movies, uh, anime, uh you name it, I review it, and it's on my channel, and it's now cleaned up and easy to view, and you can go check out that shenanigans. Um, again, though, I highly recommend uh, my Zen Play series. Uh, that is my baby right now, and um, yeah, if you, if you are a voice actor, I would like to know what you think so far, because I am a little bit amateurish, but... Uh, uh, you know, any advice would be helpful. I was gonna say, did a lot of those views pour in from atop the fourth wall? Yes, I, I was recently on the on atop the fourth wall, and Linkara is going to be in my next video that I'm working on. Uh, Hi, um, Lewis. Hi, Lewis. <laughs> 
Uh, you can find all of that on youtube.com slash zenithwillreview, spelled R-E-V-I-E-W. The proper way that people will spell it. I'm the oddball. <laughs> what else? Is I guess I go last <laughs> I go last because I'm the hostess. My name is Megan. If you want to follow me, you can follow me over at QueenEra2 on the Twitter. Um, I'm mostly there to shit talk and shit post and uh, harass Andrew, um, who's a nerd. What else is new? But if you want to follow this lovely channel uh, that you found either via link or our Twitter, you can follow us at DubTalk on YouTube, DubTalk Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, or whatever else we whore ourselves and out at on. At the time of this um, recording, we have hit 800 subscribers on YouTube. Yes, we have 800 subscribers, so do us a favor and get us to 1K. Um, DT there is 1K something. 2017. Hey, GT. There's also one more thing, one more person that we will have to thank. Um... We would also like to thank Chris Waycamp for doing our disclosure. Wait, is wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. It. Yeah, he's really gonna do Bruno's it. Bruno's gonna do the disclaimer. Bruno's doing the yes. disclaimer for us. <gasps> Fuck yeah. Oh no. <laughs> you can edit the part where we all freak out later. <laughs> so, um. But we so really. <laughs> we thank you so much for doing that for you us, Chris. Love you, too. you are a good sport and a gentleman. We thank you, sir. Yes. Thank you love for you. being best um, boy. And, um. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Thank you. Yes, you are awesome. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. All right, so we've got to, we've got to go back to our studies. So, ladies, say your good can night. I, can I? I feel like I have the best way to end this. And I Do put it. it on Twitter earlier. These are words to live by. Okay. So at the end of the fourth episode in the episode preview, uh, we hear these following words from Kai. And they are words to live by. Eat well, sleep well, cuddles every day. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Words to live by by Damon Mills, everybody. Bye. Have a good night. <laughs> love your faces. Otaku on, my friends. <laughs>